language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. Welcome to $20 Ticket, where we tell you how much we would pay to watch Fifty Shades Darker. My name is Kerwin, and joining me today is Jason. What up, Jason? Not much. How about you, Kerwin? I'm good, man. Uh, what are you drinking today? Just nice cold Coors Light. All right. Also with us is Muggs. What up, Muggs? What's up? What are you drinking? Ultra. Uh, also joining us is Holly. How are you? I'm doing well, Kerwin. How are you? I'm great. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Wildberry Truly. And rounding out the panel today is Erica. What's up, Erica? Hi, how are you? I'm great. Uh, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a canned vodka soda from Four Sons Brewing. Ooh, sounds great. All right, so, yo, it's Valentine's Day, so, you know, we had, yeah, we had to bring it to you with uh, the sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker. There we go. God. You, guys, you guys ready for this? We're yes. ready. Ready to get over with. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do a shot first? Yeah, you know yes. what? Yes. Yeah. We, we have a shot of Fireball Ray. This is supposed to be for Erica's birthday, but we're also going to do it because this is a podcast. Hey. Hey. Bottoms up, ladies. Happy right. birthday, Erica. That's what Christian said to Anna. All right, so yeah, today we are talking about Fifty Shades Darker, released February 10th, 2017. It stars Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan, Eric Johnson, Rita Ora, Victor Rasek, Kim Basinger, and Marsha Gay Harden. Uh, it's directed by James Foley, written by uh, Niall Leonard. It's produced by Perfect World Pictures, Michael DeLuca Productions, Trigger Street Productions, and it's distributed by Universal Pictures. So before we get into behind the scenes, uh, Muggo, why don't you hit us with the financials? So I, I understand why they made more of these movies. Um, financially, they are a success. It did not do as well as Grey did, but um, it made 115 domestic, uh, internationally 267 million. So worldwide, this thing brought in 382 on a budget of 55 million. So I thought that was rather interesting. Um, the franchise in total, I don't know if we went over this when we did Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, this has brought in 1.3 billion. This ranks second. It seems like they were declining as, as they kept on producing these. Number one being the highest, darker, second highest, and if we do Freed, I'm hoping we do, we will. Um, was, the, was the least, but very successful movie. It wasn't too long ago. Kerwin, what was the date that this opened up? This is 2017, right? Uh, February 10th. Yeah, so 2017. Um, interesting week, we're kind of in, you know, um, um, Oscar time around that or whatnot. A lot of movies that were in play, La La Land, Moonlight. Um, yeah, we're in oh. the theaters at the time. Not one, not one of their uh, opening weekends. This opened up on that weekend as number one. Right behind it was the Lego Batman movie. That movie is um, awesome. John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah, um, that Moana awesome. was a part of it. I have to bring this up though. Um, Rogue One Star Wars Story was also in theaters, which also has a legendary movie because of this. That's also in theaters that I'm hoping you guys guess. Jason and Kerwin. Triple X. Yes, because we got free tickets because the oh, theater right. blacked out on Star Wars. Triple X, Xander Cage. That was ranked number 11th at this time, but yeah, it was Wait, still in the theaters. the theater blacked out? In Star Wars Rogue One, and so we got free tickets and Korean wanted to watch Triple X, Xander Cage. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, if you want that story, go back and listen to yeah. the uh, Star Wars retrospective, and we'll tell you about that. But uh, but no, this came in number one that weekend, uh, earning uh, a little over 21 million. So it was very successful. The budget was only 55. So I understand why they're making more of them. And uh, when we get into experience, they got my 299. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Wait, you only paid 299? And yeah, because I wanted to rent it. You can on because I, I watched this four days ago. You can actually buy the unrated version. You can't rent it, and the unrated you have to buy it. And that was 7.99. Wait, like, where'd you get you. this from? 
Uh, I think it's Amazon Prime. I oh. paid three ninety nine. No, I, I paid three ninety nine. No, I did. I, you know, I probably paid three ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we yeah. thought you were getting. Some I was side. actually really pissed right yeah. now. Right. I was like, I just paid an I, extra. I feel dollar. like if, if you're gonna watch this, you got to watch the unrated, right? But you can't rent the unrated no. one. They want you to buy that fucking thing. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. A lot more titty sucking in that film. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Hey, for for part three, maybe we buy the unrated one and watch it as a family. There Yay. you go. Yeah. We'll but but yeah, no, those are the those are the financials. So successful movie. Um, but yeah. All right, Jay, uh, tell us what the people thought. First, I just want to point out that maybe you rented it in standard definition, and maybe that's why it was $2.99. Oh, you got that high no, def. I, I, I'll double check. It, it was either $2.99 or $3.99. I know I didn't pay more hey, than 4 I wouldn't blame you. I wish I would have done that, too. <laughs> um, so on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the critics gave it a whopping 11%. So 11% of critics liked it with an average rating of 3.23 out of 10. There was 195 votes. The audience gave it a 48%. So 48% of the audience gave it a 3.5 or higher with an average rating of 3.04 with over 27,000 votes. Uh, A couple of quotes from Rotten Tomatoes. This guy named David Edelstein from New York Magazine, he wrote, uh, quote, the story of a woman who gives her man better values and a man who gives his woman better clothes, both of them suffering so much for a little bit of nookie. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many Limp Biscuit references. And then the second one I, I, I saw that I thought was funny was uh, it's from Tish Wells from Cultured Vultures. It does have a fatal flaw, though. It's boring. Halfway through, I gave up looking for originality in the plot and started wondering what to get from McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, that's it's spot so on. Bad. I'm, I'm surprised it took her halfway through to start thinking that, but... Um, IMDb, uh, they gave it a 4.6 out of 10. I looked at the demos for this one, so who do you guys think gave it a higher oh, rating? Males we- or females? Females. Oh. Guys, it is mommy porn. 30 so, to 40. So is it? That's what we found out last episode. Yeah, no, I think it's the under 18 females. I would go 30 to 40 females. So Don't uh, insult us like that. When we look at the males, males of all ages, they gave it a 4.1, so it's you know, five tenths under the average. Um, with really? the Yeah, with the highest being under 18s gave it a 4.5. And then for females, um, the average was 5.4, um, with the highest being females under 18 giving it a 5.8. Wow. But, but coming in second was the 45 plus age range giving it a 5.6. So again, just something to remember is the under 18 vote, there's only 66 votes that gave it a 5.8, whereas the 45 plus, there's 1700 votes that gave it a 5.6. So the, the younger demo and then the older demo so gave the the older demo are going on social media technology more than the younger kids. I would feel like it'd be the opposite. Like the younger generation would be the ones like casting their votes. They're the ones that are all, I don't know. Well, when we talked about the first one too, like this was one of the highest gross selling like books, like at least in Target from what I remember. Like this did like two thirds of their like book sales for, I don't know how long when this trilogy like first came out. And so maybe this was a trilogy when it first came out or is it just the first book and then it was success that they wrote the other two just like the movies. I think it was like a year. I think it was like a year between the releases. So it's like I think it really picked up steam after the second book, like in anticipation for the third book. Because I remember reading the first two books and then reading the third. But I read them like pretty, pretty. I pretty much motored through them. So did the boat through them? (laughs) (laughs) Did the whole. Erica, Did the whole- Erica, you want another shot? We want Erica to be like she was on Fifty Shades of Grey. Wait, but Holly, um, did all three books come out before the movies came out? Or yes, okay. So the books came out. Fifty Shades of Grey came out in 2011, 
and then Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed both came out in 2012. So then all of these were made after the books were released. Right. So the first Fifty Shades of Grey was released in 2015, what we we reviewed last Valentine's Day. And then Fifty Shades Darker was 17 and 18. Yeah. You read all three of these? I read all five of them. There's, there's five? five? Yeah. yeah, guys, from uh, Christian Gray's perspective. There's two from... So oh, we Shades, did go over this on 50 Free, Shades Darker. Darker I was from, blacked right. out, so who knew? We did go over this. Yeah, and so we have a standing joke at $20 Ticket that every single time, and I just need to apologize to listeners of this podcast, for every time that I said source material last time, we all take a shot. And if you did that, I apologize for your hospital bills. Getting your stomach pumped is not cheap, but I will not say source material this time. Well, you said it twice. Take a shot. (laughs) Take two. Well, down the hatch, guys. But But yeah, the books were out before the movies came out. So that's, I think that's why you see so many so many people going to the movies and seeing this movie the opening weekend and it coincidentally comes out around Valentine's Day each and every time it's released. It was like, what, February 12th, February 10th, yeah. February 13th? Yeah. Yeah, they really lucked out that it all came out in February. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's all planned. I, I feel no, I know. like that, oh. <laughs> you, think, you think I was, <laughs> I was doing a Joey Tribbiani thing there. I don't know who that is. They really lucked out. Really? What? All right, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, but um, I mean, that's all I have for the ratings. All right, so getting into behind the scenes, let's talk about uh, you know the sequel getting made, of course. Um, so way back in 2014, producer Dana Brunetti said that although they just finished filming Fifty Shades of Grey ahead of its 2015 release, there weren't really ever any solid plans to adapt the second book. So they'd already finished wrapping the first movie, and at that point, they still did not know if they were actually going to continue with the full trilogy. At an early 2015 screening of Fifty Shades of Grey, however, director Sam Taylor Johnson, you know, who worked on the first film, uh, did confirm to the audience attending that the two sequel novels, Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed, would be adapted to film. Uh, She would later go on to say that she wasn't sure if she was coming back to direct the other films, saying that it's really up to the studio. In March 2015, Deadline reported that Sam Taylor Johnson left the franchise saying, you know, directing Fifty Shades of Grey has been an intense and incredible journey for which I'm hugely grateful. I have Universal to thank for that. I forged close and lasting relationships with the cast, producers, and crew, and most especially with Dakota and Jamie. While I will not be returning to direct the sequels, I wish nothing but success to whoever takes on the exciting challenges of films two and three. Now, she didn't think E.L. James uh, in that quote. I did notice that. But we, like, if we're revisiting all the drama that we discussed on the first one, like, they had massive creative differences as to how this movie should have been directed and produced. And I think uh, a lot of people speculate, or, I mean, we pretty much know, let's be real. Like, that's the reason she left. So she left because, like you said, Holly, um, she and E.L. James did not see eye to eye during the entire filming process of that first movie. Um, according to Variety, Fifty Shades Darker didn't see immediate production because uh, E.L. James was butting heads with Universal Pictures about the overall direction of the franchise. So uh, the movie wasn't immediately greenlit because they were having those disputes leading up to the release of Fifty Shades of Grey. So let's get into uh, the staff that was brought on board the production. Uh, Michael DeLuca, who produced the first film, he actually left his job at Sony in 2015 to come back and produce this film and the following film, uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Uh, Writer Kelly Marcel, who worked on the previous movie, she left and she also had difficulties with E.L. James during the first film. That's probably the reason why she left this production as well. Uh, For a while, a lot of people speculated that E.L. James would be writing the screenplay herself. Uh, But on April 22nd, 2015, it was announced that her own husband, uh, Niall Leonard, would be stepping in to write the sequel. 
Apparently, E.L. James' husband is also a novelist, and he's also worked on multiple TV series as a writer and director. He was around when E.L. James was writing her Twilight fanfiction online, and uh, he was around to help her out when she was writing the Fifty Shades novels. Uh, according to Universal Pictures chairman Donna Langley, E.L. James' husband uh, actually was an uncredited writer on the first movie and did, uh, quote, a really good job. <laughs> In that same interview, she also spoke about how Fifty Shades Darker would be more of a thriller than a romance movie. It's, they accomplished that, right? I, Come on. I, in, the last, in the last the third, ending? the yeah. last third, it feels like it could go there. I, I could agree with that. You're giving us a lot of credit right now. $25. Extra credits? <laughs> That's what this should have been. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking 20 minutes. That was bullshit. <laughs> That's all I can fucking do, man. Can we comment on what you just said, though? She brought in her husband to write this movie? Yes. So. She's married, yes. Yeah, no, no, I'm just trying to think <laughs> through this because I'm like, I'm like, the nepotism is real because like now all of a sudden he wants to jump back on after the first one made like a billion dollars. Well, he was involved in the first one. But he's uncredited, yeah. We've been through the, the what it takes to be credited on a movie with writing, but yeah. like, I don't know, it just sounds weird. I mean, he helped her write the books apparently, so. Did he? Well, Did he? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so uh, in late 2015, it was announced that James Foley would possibly direct Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed, uh, shooting them back to back. Other movies James Foley has worked on are Fear, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and Who's That Girl, starring Madonna. Uh, he also directed episodes of Twin Peaks, House of Cards, and Billions. Other directors that were considered for the job were Rebecca Thomas, who worked on a movie called Electric Children, which has a pretty good rating, uh, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, and she also worked on Stranger Things. Uh, Mark Pellington, uh, he was considered, and he worked on uh, Going All the Way and the TV shows Cold Case and Blind Spot. And uh, Tanya Wexler, who worked on uh, Hysteria and some other films that you know we may not be familiar with. On working with E.L. James, James Foley says that she was there every day, just like the last movie, and he made it a point to get to know her before he officially signed on in order to avoid a lot of the drama that happened. So I got the director actually it was a different relationship this time around I don't I haven't looked anything for free but for this movie especially they enjoyed having her on set I even think the director was quote saying that she should do a mini series explaining other stuff on Netflix yeah oh, that's God. crazy yeah like I, I guess it was a totally different dynamic of like her being on set she wasn't controlling things it was more like we welcome you what do you think and it just really had an input and it was a very positive environment is what I read. Well, did the previous director just shut her out? They had different directions of where they thought the movie should That's go. That's okay, sorry, I was blacked when I recorded this last time. Um, we didn't know that, were you really? Sober as a nun. News, that's news. <laughs> news. News, Cheers. and I think it shows because I think that this movie is better than the first one. It is, it's not good, but it is It's better. not good, yeah. no, but it's But, I, but I, I think it's, I was gonna say, I think it's interesting because it doesn't follow the book as closely as the first one did. Oh. I feel like it's like stages of parenting. Like your oldest child, you're very strict, you read all the books, you do all the things, you make sure that they're like. The best, right? The best. I'm, I'm the oldest child. And then. So. <laughs> you sure about that? The middle There's child. There's that anomaly. <laughs> we, all, we all pause. The outlier. <laughs> We all then the middle child. You have a little bit more experience. You let a you let a little bit more go. And then with the third one, I'm the youngest child. Don't give a shit. You just let shit fly. Like as long as it's not bleeding from the ears, we're just gonna let it go. Or the S. <laughs> no, but I I did watch a behind the scenes. It was like 15 or 16 minutes long. I think I got through a minute and a half. But when I was watching it, 
Don't lie, you watched all of it. You watched it three times, Jason. No, you're right. I was like, I got through 45 seconds. But the 45 <laughs> seconds I saw, it was it was really shortcuts of like behind the scenes, but you saw the director and the, the author really getting along. Like mm. talking, laughing, really collaborating. So it seemed like that that was it's pretty genuine that they did get along. Real quick, do you guys think that the studio had any uh, involvement in creating a more um, cohesive work environment on set, like a more friendly environment Maybe, on set. Maybe, because after the last experience? Yeah, because you know, prior to this movie getting greenlit, they were butting heads. Do you think the studio might have had something to do with maybe the behavior change? Yeah. Maybe either on E.L. James' part or Foley's interactions with her? Do you think they might have had some... I, the vibe that I get is just E.L. James wants complete and total control and was threatened by the last director to have that control. And so with this director, like they made sure it was somebody who would be amicable, somebody who would like let her flex when she wanted to flex or not flex and somebody who she wasn't threatened by. And so that's why I feel like they brought in this guy because the thing is, is like it's a it's supposed to be like a story about like empowering women. So you would want a woman director, like as many women involved as possible. But I feel like taking out a woman and replacing them with a man this is just my take on it. It's just they 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 changed no, the whole. I, I kind of agree with what Curran's saying. The first one, I mean, what, all the headaches they had, it made over half a billion dollars. So they're kind of like, look, you guys got something. Go ahead and what I mean, kind of here's the keys to the car. Go ahead and go. I, I kind of agree with you. You know, or I think that what you're saying is give it more back to El James, right? And like kind of let let her go with it and give like an environment where it's more fitting for her as opposed to them having control, right? Is what you're trying to say? Yeah, maybe the studio had some involvement. Uh, as far as James Foley's interaction, right. maybe maybe that was just part of their deal with him. Right. It was just like, hey, she's going to be there. You just need to back off and take her advice sometimes yeah. and just let her you know, have her baby, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Well, he probably took it in his own hands and said, hey, like, how do I accomplish that? Like, Maybe I should hang out with her, get to know her beforehand, kind well, he of work out right. some of these kinks. And he like say, him. hey, yeah, what happened in the first one? Kind of learn through that and then just adapt like you were talking about. And Obviously, it was a better experience from what I saw. Work out the kinks. Wait, what did you say was a better experience from what I saw? Yeah, well, on that 45 seconds. He's kind of giving us some credit. There you go. Oh, no, the documentary, the 45 second clip I saw, that's all I'm talking about. He was there. He was filming. Are you going to give it a dollar amount? We'll get to that later. (laughs) Sometimes it only takes 45 seconds for a man to be satisfied. Oh. So uh, getting into the cast, there's not a lot on this cast, but they did manage to get pretty much everybody that was in the previous film, Fifty Shades of Grey, and I believe Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson were already locked into a three-picture deal. Uh, Most notable cast member that they added was Kim Basinger as uh, Elena Lincoln. Uh, Michael DeLuca and James Foley met with a lot of actors to play Elena, and uh, surprise, surprise, most of them were interested they, uh, they approached some pretty big names. I couldn't find exactly who they talked to, but I guess Kim Basinger was one of the few, if not only, people that responded to them. I heard that Kim Basinger just basically met up with them, and they sat across, like, just looking at her and saw her beauty and said she has to be in the film. And that's all I could get out of it. I mean, I don't know if you guys got anything. They're like, she has to be in there, which really sucks because I don't think they make her look attractive in this movie at all. They don't. <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny in the book because the way that they describe her was just like an older woman that you can tell has just been like... Haggard? No. Oh. I was going to say... No, she's like, supposed to be like the one that taught some, Gray the way, right? Had some yeah. enhancements done. And and I think they do a, a good job like of hair and makeup of kind of communicating that story because with Kim Basinger, I think she's amazing like when I look Dude, back at I, old I, old movies of her but in this movie I'm like they really like she looks it's not yeah it's not the business she looks worked yeah she looks gross do you think they it's, made her look like that on purpose considering what you're saying about the book 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny to think in the book, like the way that they describe her is just like, like you know, she's looks older. like shit. Yeah. It's bad. They didn't explain that. They just said she was like a hot older lady, like a true Mrs. Robinson, like somebody that would like teach her son the ways. But like she looked like she's had work done. And I hate saying that. It feels gross coming out. But like she, they just did not make her look good. You guys are all football fans, right? Yeah. Corinne, this might sting a little. No. But in the Packers game, do you guys remember when the Giants won the Super Bowl and Tom Coughlin won the Super Bowl? It was 2008, that, right? Some, yeah, but yeah. he didn't wear like a mask in Lambeau and his face just looked... That's all I kept thinking about when I saw Kim basing his <laughs> face, dude. Like like or she was in the frozen chemi- tundra. Like a bad chemical peel? Yes, yeah. dude. That's what I thought of. All I can think about is Christian Grey <laughs> smashing Tom Coughlin. <laughs> no! That's all I can think about right now. <laughs> That's Jason, darker. do you know what we're talking about? That's darker, that one, you guys. Do you remember in that game when... Uh, no, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's a Rams fan. Yeah. Don't bring up the Packers or the you Giants. Guys, this just got a whole lot but darker. But no, her face just looks like it got burned, right? And just does... Doesn't... Like a bad chemical peel. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at her after, or like recently, because I was like, she looks different in this film. So I pulled her up and she looks normal still yeah so I think it's just the movie that made her look bad I think the last movie that I saw her in though might have been 8 Mile has she done any since then that's right so and she looked fine in there I mean I know she's meant to look like a trailer park person but like still I thought she no no I'm saying like she's not supposed to be pretty but she's still like Kim Basinger attractive you know what I mean she's 66 years old you guys this might be an unpopular opinion but you trying to smash no but Dakota Johnson do you think she's really that pretty no no Okay, so do I do. She's cute. But she's do, cute, but she's not like she's like mousy. But do you think like if they would have actually? Allowed- I take that back. I don't like Dakota Johnson in Fifty Shades. I do like her in Bad Times at El Royale. Yes, yes. she's better in that movie for some reason, which is weird because she's not going for that sex appeal. But yeah. So yeah, for whatever reason, I feel like they don't give her that sex appeal that I, like you would expect from this yeah. movie. So maybe that's why maybe they dress she's not down. Meant to have sex appeal though. I understand that, but do you, do you think that's why they didn't like maybe glamorize Kim Basinger as much? Maybe to like not take away from. God damn it, he's no? got a point. I think he's got a point. Yeah, but I mean, it's also it's but also it, in the book, yeah. like you said, Holly. It's also in the book, like they want Kim Basinger's to character look to look fake. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and, and I sh- and also an evil part because she's not a villain, but kind of right. You know, she's like a she's like a rival. Yeah, not because necessarily an antagonist. Yeah. I was gonna say it was like Christian Grey's parents are very well off. Like they're a doctor, they own a philanthropy, like they have their whole own charity like they come from a world of money and it's meant to be in juxtaposition to like Anna who comes from no money and so she comes from very humble beginnings and so it's just I think with Mrs. Robinson or Elena or whatever her name is like she's meant to draw like oh she's affluent this is why she looks this way this is why she owns a salon this is why Christian went into business with her it's meant to be like she's had money and she's had means which is why she looks this way even though she's older and then you have Anna who's supposed to be like submissive and like mousy and like plain Jane. I mean, so, yeah, I, I, mean I, I, I think they do a good job. I think now that you're saying that, yes, I, I understand wow, what you're saying. This is a new Holly. She's actually agreeing. It, yeah. Wow. This is a proud moment. I'm going to go out on that. Mic drop. I'm done. Another, drunk? Swing another and a miss, shot Holly. Fireball. Swing and a miss. Holly, drink some water. <laughs> so let's get into some uh, fun facts. Uh, I got air quotes on those because I don't know how fun they're really going to be. Uh, shout out to Cosmopolitan and IMDB for these things. Cosmopolitan. Every Cosmo girl knows. First fact, uh, a fan actually pretended to be a production assistant and snuck on set. This, yeah, the spy they called her. Huh? Yeah. yeah, That's she, very Christian Grey of her. Yes. She's she's just like the, the sub that he had before, just showing up out of nowhere. That's creepy. Yeah. 
Guys, it wasn't me. Don't yeah, worry. Life, life imitates art, guys. It was Jason. Yeah. Um, so she would go around pretending to be working until somebody had a conversation with her and realized something was off. Uh, when they caught her and kicked her off set, they found out she was a spy for a fan Twitter account. So there's a vanilla ice cream sex scene that was cut from the movie due to time constraints. It's in the third one. It's in the third one? Mm-hmm. Oh, they the put it in the third movie? Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, that was supposed to be in this movie. But James Foley said that they were on a strict uh, two-hour time limit, so that had to be cut out completely from this film. Um, you never know it, but the actors actually do have chemistry uh, off-screen. Uh, the director said that in real life, the two are friends. Because of the first one, they be develop, developed a friendship, right? Is what I read. Yeah. yeah, and I think when you're doing a lot of those intimate scenes, you have to have levels of trust, and you know. I thought they hated the, each other. No, they don't. Uh, Dakota actually, like, I think trusts him, and like, and all this other stuff because of the first film, from what I read, like, and Offset, like, not Offset, off camera, they were like laughing. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, they were like really good friends, from what I read. He was okay. So I was under the impression they hated each other, and so this morning when I was watching this movie, I googled their relationship. And Jamie Dornan is quoted as saying that their relationship is like a brother and sister relationship. Which is really weird. I'm like, all right, cool. So, but I think he's married. So he, he is married. Can't, he can't be like, oh, we get along so well. Our chemistry's off the radar because we all saw what happened on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't think you want to be married and be like, oh, I have insane chemistry with my That's coworker. True. And then he kind of, I don't think he was really throwing shade, but I read it as kind of shady when he was like, oh, and she's been in multiple relationships while we filmed this movie. And I was like, oh. Or he's jealous. Or he's jealous. Or he's jack hiding it. Ooh. So his morality is kind of in a Christian gray area. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to Anastasia steal your thunder. (laughs) Holy shit, you guys. It's got a lot darker right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jason for the win. I heard there was, though, a BDSM expert on this film the entire time. With the kink toys. What? Yeah. yeah, they had the kink master. Yeah. So they oh, so they had, so they much had like someone like supervising, one. that's not how we do it. That's yeah. not what we do. This yeah. is what you do. Wow. Yeah. They call him the kink master. Okay, please <laughs> they did tell not me. Call him they that. called him the kink you, master. You Erica, mean to what tell me <laughs> there's a credit of a kink master on the credits right now? I hope so, but no. But like <laughs> Jamie Dornan was like, he was the kink master. I mean, that could also just been like Jamie Dornan talking about it. Real quick though, is that like an official term? Yes. Okay, cool. No, no, no. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with your question. Is that like an official term? God, I hope so, because I'm going to start calling you the this kink is- master. <laughs> I'm going to change my Xbox Live handle to kink master. Me too. No, my question is, I'm, I'm with Mugga. Like, what is this person credited with on? I'll show you. Hang on. Stand on by. the... The credits, because... Well, while she's doing that, can we get into some other stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sex scenes, okay? So I got Ooh, Jamie would do push-ups before, okay. right? You got all that. But I also have that this was very private. It was the director and basically just uh, Dakota and Jamie in there because they could also still, and I think we talked about this in the first one, control the cameras remote controllably, right? So they didn't need anyone in the room while they were doing these things. Yeah, so it was a closed set and yes. only, only the necessary crew was there. And if there was a camera operator, they would be operating the camera via remote control yeah. outside of the room. And this goes for the majority of the sex scenes. However, there is a scene in the elevator, right? Where Dakota says this was the hardest scene of the movie to film because they had to do what they were doing with a bunch of extras in the room with them or elevator, whatever it was. I don't know if it was a set or an actual elevator. It was a fake elevator. It was a fake. They had to actually do it with them in the room. And she says this was the hardest scene for her to film. Or sorry, most uncomfortable. Most uncomfortable. They weren't even they weren't really doing, doing anything, anything. But you right. try to do that though. I mean, I kind of... Get understand. fingered in an elevator? Yeah. Also, she didn't yeah. really have to take her panties off to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
That's Sorry, a scene, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. What I'm saying is she wasn't actually getting fingered. Like I know acting for her is very. We'll get into it. You mean to tell me on. you're gonna feel comfortable in front of people you don't know, not getting fingered, but acting like you're getting fingered? Okay, Meg Ryan and when Harry met Sally, when she's faking an orgasm uh, in the middle yeah, of a diner, true. like it's the same thing. No, it is not the same thing at all. She's like literally acting as if she's having an orgasm while she's acting. But this he said, is, "Don't come." What? Didn't he? Say, yeah, he I said, think don't so. Come. Yeah, don't come like that. Whatever. I, don't come I understand. <laughs> I understand don't why come she over? said it's her hardest scene, you know, but. Whatever. Hardest to believe, yes. Um, okay, so I was wrong. It's not the kink master. Thank you, because that doesn't. But, but Corinne already changed his name on Xbox. I know. My handle on Instagram is now kink master. <laughs> kink master 5000. No, it's kink advisor, which I don't know if that's. Better I wish it was kink counselor. Uh, Jamie Dornan says in an interview, um, he was totally down to show his dick in the movie. They, they wouldn't let him, huh? Yeah, they wouldn't he let him. He showed pubes. Wouldn't make it in. He yeah. showed top pubes. I have a very um, interesting thing about him, though, with his facial hair. Do you guys have this? No. No, go ahead. This is according to an article that I read on USA Today, because he has facial hair throughout the whole movie. And he's, <laughs> I can't even do this with straight face. He says that he felt like having facial hair in this one was better, and it was better than having a shaved face because a shaved face made him feel naked. <laughs> I don't, that's what he said. Like He liked having facial hair because in the first one, him having a shaved face made him feel naked in the movie. Yeah, because normally he has a beard. Like when you watch him in interviews and stuff, yeah. like he always has so a beard. So in his that's real true. life, he's always got a yeah, beard on. Yeah, he's always rocking the beard. Yeah. And it's yeah. I thought it's that like was interesting, especially sometimes. for this movie. It's like he felt more comfortable with a beard on. Yeah, there's also the thing that, um, you know how we talked about, there's a lot of like backlash as far as who was cast. Right. A lot of people that care about this shit felt that he wasn't sexy enough in the first movie. So the production crew kind of abided and said, hey, you know what? You can grow out your hair this time, your facial hair. Uh, so like you- Make look, him feel more comfortable? Yeah, you look more rugged, you feel more I comfortable. I did find him more attractive 100%. in the second one. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that pommel horse scene didn't hurt anything. Yeah. Speaking it of that, hurt my dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of that, though, um, he actually did do that stunt. He did. Yeah. So he actually, uh, I think, um, pommel my horse, Jamie Dornan. There it is. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so he did put on extra muscle for this film. Yeah. Uh, he was cast five weeks before shooting the last movie, so he wasn't given enough time to kind of get into shape and kind of okay. be that imposing figure that he's supposed to be in the books, I guess, right? Right. He's, he's kind of supposed to be more imposing. So uh, he actually packed it on this time, and um, there was supposed to be a scene to kind of showcase how you know muscular or how strong he is or whatever. And you know they thought about doing you know like a weightlifting scene, and they just felt it would be too boring. So Jamie Dornan suggested, hey, let me get on this pommel horse and let me do this like calisthenic pose, yoga pose, gymnast pose, or whatever. Where he, but you can tell that's strength right there. Yeah, that's yeah. strength. So he actually, that's actually him doing that. And then uh, I didn't watch it, but he was on Conan O'Brien's late night show, and he actually did the move again live in front of a studio audience. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he, that's actually him doing it. Did we talk about Dakota's parents at all in the first one? She did not want them at all watching this yes. movie or being on set, all that stuff. But I guess there's that scene where she does get her um, promotion where she's now... Holly, help me out. What is the job title she has in this movie? Publisher, Publisher, right? Publishing yeah. assistant. Is she a, yeah. And she does say, no, I don't want you to do anything. It's with the coffee scene, except for fetch me coffee or something like that. I guess that pays tribute to her mom in another movie prior. I couldn't figure out what movie it was. I don't know anything she's in, but I guess Billy they Griffith? actually paid tribute yeah. to it. Yeah. So huh. I thought that was kind of cool. That quote that you're talking about, where she pays homage, yeah, it's from Working Girl. 
Uh, not sure if we covered this last time, but this movie and the whole series is banned in Malaysia. Uh, Malaysia's film censorship board, they consider it to be pornography Boy. because the characters in the film don't have a, uh, quote, natural sexual interest in one another. So because of that, they consider what? it porn. Natural? Sexual interest. What? In how, do, how do these Malaysians know that? They don't know. They have eyes? That's true. I mean, like, let's be real. If we're talking about chemistry, the, the purpose of this book, oh. it's just for the for the sex scenes. Let's just yeah. be real. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just somebody. Wrote That's the exactly books. what my boyfriend said this morning. He's like, I'm here for the sex when he first started watching this movie. He saw the titties. He's and he the did the fist sweet bump. baby angel. He never said that. That but was Mike, me. Okay, so here's my question, and I I feel like we're gonna get to this regardless. But like, did you think the chemistry was as bad in the second one as it was in the first? Like, yes. which one? Which one? No, do you think was I like thought it was better? bad, but I didn't think it was as bad as the first yeah, one. I think this movie is hands down better, better. than the first one. Yeah. Yes. Before yeah, before we get to Trash or Treasure, I'm gonna agree with you, Mugga. Yeah. I think it's better than the first. One, one. thing I'm right. gonna bring up too, it's more colorful. Did you guys kind of yes. see yes. that? I actually read they wanted to do that. Even the red room. Was bright, was brighter. Was brighter, and they put more stuff in it to make it more inviting. They went from a maroon to yeah. like a Ferrari red. Yeah. So, so, I, and I mean, if I had to put a treasure in it, I kind of like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ooh, I don't like it. Yeah. No, not the red room. I'm talking about the more colorful. Oh. It was really oh. whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, like like it was less desaturated. There you go. Like let's yeah. be real. There's less gray in this movie. There I is. feel there is. There's, it was a different shade of gray. It was yeah. a nice gray wolf color instead of a slate gray. No, but I agree with Mugga. Like I feel like the red room. I feel like the original red room had a lot of black furniture. It was dark. Which is weird. It's dark in there, and this yeah. is darker. You but know, then but, yeah. now it's vibrant if yeah. that's even the right word to say about a sex room even their toys were more vibrant They're, they actually put in more props toys whatever you yeah in this room yeah because i guess the other one was kind of bare now that i'm thinking i, I didn't i've never watched that movie since we reviewed it he's but. not one for clutter okay <laughs> she does the house the housekeeper dusts twice a week there you go there was one part though of the movie where after the helicopter crash i think and all that stuff like the sister goes to go like get someone a sweater in Jamie's house and I was like oh shit like be careful what room you go into right now because she might walk into this sweater <laughs> I was like oh Imagine. shit what room is she going to right now whole family's over and all that shit I was just like oh no this is not good right? this, this is, is not a horse crop one last thing uh, Holly I think you'll appreciate this uh, Jamie Dornan is 5'11 and he didn't like doing scenes with Eric Johnson who plays uh, the asshole Jack uh, Hyde yeah because uh, he's 6'2 and he was shorter than him and he felt that it didn't make him look good. Oh, why are you saying I would like that? Because I'm a reformed heightist. Tall. 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 Yeah. Okay. But 5'11's mad decent. Like, I'm 5'9. Mad decent. Thanks. The Razzies. On the oh. Razzies. On the Razzies. <laughs> All right, Mugga, so you, you got some stuff for the movie, right? I Yeah, I got... This was not nominated for any Oscars, but it was uh, nominated for not only one two, but a multiple number of Razzie Nine, Awards. Nine, right? I'm just going to go over all of them that it was nominated for. Worst picture, <laughs> worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, worst director, worst actor, worst actress, worst supporting actress, worst screen combo, and worst screenplay. I can so go over eight. every person eight. that it was done. It did win two of these. I would like you guys to guess which worst one it won. Worst picture. Worst supporting actress. No, it actually lost. It actually lost worst lost picture. It was just who? nominated. I don't know. I don't have that. I just had it was nominated. I would go worst sequel. Yes. Fifty Shades Darker won worst sequel. Worst year. actor? No, no, sorry. Did you say worst, worst actor. I was no, worst no, actor. Wasn't no. it like worst pairing or something like no, that? No, which I thought too that would have been no, it wasn't. It was and this is really sucks to say. 
Worst Supporting Actress, Kim Basinger <gasps> won. I can yeah. see that. Again, this is according to Wikipedia, but yeah. That chemical peel did her dirty. Yeah. This, it was, she wasn't good in this movie. She was I, I don't know if it was her fault or the way they shot. I don't know. But but yeah, it. Uh, um, Dakota Johnson was, was nominated for Worst Actress. Jamie Dorden was Worst Actor. Worst Director, James Foley. And then it did win Worst Sequel, though. Yeah. Hmm. Can I just say this, though? I feel like original song, I'm surprised. I know the movie was terrible, but like... It had a really good soundtrack. That's one, yes. that one of my treasures, but we'll get into that later. It was nominated for the International Online Cinema Awards for <laughs> Best Original just, Song. Okay. It did not win, though. It did not Here, win. <laughs> here's the thing that cracks me up, and I knew that this was going to happen. Like, Jason, you always bring up the soundtrack. Kerwin, you always bring up the score. And every single time you like the soundtrack, I'm like, eh, it's whatever. But this time, I actually liked the soundtrack. And as soon as you said Jeez, soundtrack, whistle. Jason's eyes almost fell out of the back of his head from rolling. But Holly and Erica, so. it did get nominated for a Grammy Award. Fuck uh, yeah, it did. Best Danny, song written for visual media. Danny <laughs> Elfman. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Did it win? Was it Danny no, Elfman? No, no. no, it only won Worst Supporting Actress and Worst Sequel at the Golden Raspberry Awards. I don't want to live forever. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this movie forever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Move it along. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our experience. Erica, why don't you tell us oh. about your experience with Fifty Shades Darker? I watched it today for the first time with Eric, and it was actually hilarious watching this movie because I just wrote down everything Eric said, like his little commentary. So I actually had a good time watching it. Um, as far as like the movie, I was like, eh, it's whatevs. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Uh, Holly, uh, That's all I got. <laughs> what was your experience with uh, Fifty Shades Darker? Okay, so I'm the only one in this room who actually, I want to say fan, but we'll say fan. So I saw it when it came out in theaters. No. Yeah, I did the last one too. Wow. She's into softcore porn. I do love a good softcore porn. Um, same as last time, I mean, I read all the books. I've read them from not only Anna's perspective, but Christian's perspective. And I went and saw this in the theaters with some of my girlfriends. And again, we snuck alcohol in our purses. And as soon as the lights went down, you just heard all over the theater. So it's my experience. Don't they serve alcohol in 2017? No, not yet. A select few. Only a select few. I mean, Sinopolis did. Um, But we still snuck it in. Uh, Yeah, don't have to pay for it. It wasn't strong enough. Yeah, uh, my experience. Uh, I watched this on like Tuesday night this week. Paid three ninety nine for it. It's money I'll never get back, or time I'll ever get back. But uh, yeah, it was easier to get through than the first one, and that's my experience. Uh, Jason, what's your experience? So I rented this on Amazon. Uh, I think it was Wednesday, and I refused to watch this by myself. You made Elizabeth didn't. And know. I was really bummed. Because Mughead texts us, like, oh, did you guys watch this? Like, it's it's a great movie. I can't wait for the next one, like, in our group chat. And I was like, fuck. So, like, okay. So I got to watch this. And then I think Kerwin had already saw it, or he posted about it, so I figured he already saw it. Anyway, so I'm like, Elizabeth, I'm sorry. You're watching this with me. And she's like, oh, fuck. Cause she didn't want to watch this shit either. So she came over on Wednesday, and uh, we made dinner and we ate and I'm just like dreading. So we're just sitting there eating and I'm like, are you sure you don't want to eat more? Like you don't have another drink. You don't want to do anything to prevent us from watching this. And she's like, oh, we need to watch it. And I'm like, fuck. All right. So we went and watched it and just a lot of points during the movie. We just both looked at each other like, what 
in the fuck is going on? And my computer was dead, so I was handwriting my trash and treasure and stuff like that because I like to do that while I'm watching the movie. And it's just like, I, I couldn't write fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, it was, you write one treasure, I mean, one trash down, then another trash, then yeah. another trash. And yeah. I was writing so fast, I was writing so much so fast that I went this morning to go like type it up my trash and treasure. I couldn't read a couple of the things because I was writing so fast. I was like, oh my God, like there's so much that I don't like about this. And I like, I, it's my, my, my trash was like, I, I split the page in half and it was three pages. And I'm just like writing like f- frantically, like, oh my God, this is awful, awful, awful. And then Elizabeth's chiming in. I'm like, oh, that's a good one too. And uh, so, I mean, and that part was a good experience because like we got to laugh and uh, laughed, we, we cried. Shared. Yeah. Yeah. We laughed, we cried at the <laughs> end because you're like, man, fuck, like, I wasted like precious hours of sleep to watch this god awful piece of shit. And um, <laughs> by the end, we just, you know, it was just trying to went to bed and cried ourselves asleep after watching this. But uh, I mean, but it's I a mean, movie. you weren't in the fetal position, so was it all lost? No, and I, uh, no. But I woke up, my pillow was soggy from the tears because I was, it was like <laughs> stuck to my face. I was like, what happened? I was that's right. I watched Fifty Shades Darker and I just cried myself to sleep because I wasted time and three ninety nine on watching this. I got the HD version and thanks Amazon Prime. Not the two ninety nine poor man version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, if I'm gonna watch this, I just better go balls deep and watch the fucking like Christian HD. Grey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was my experience. All right, Mugga, what's your experience? How do you follow that? <laughs> I don't know what you do. Did you wake up with tears in the pillows? If not, we don't care. We don't I, want your experience then. <laughs> we have an upcoming podcast that takes a lot of research on a bunch of movies. So uh, Lindy, my girlfriend, she's been helping me out. We, we watch them together, all that stuff. I, I asked her, hey, I got to do Fifty Shades Darker. Do you want to watch it? She goes, I'm good. So I had to watch this by myself. But she actually came through on the ending part. She actually saw like the last 30 minutes. Okay. And we had a fun time doing it, which we... We do want to watch Fifty Shades Freed now because of it, but uh, that ending but I cliffhanger. Watched, yeah, I, I watched this by myself. I immediately text uh, the group chat like, "You guys got to see." This. I think I might have been the first to watch it out of the newbies, other than other than Holly, because Holly yeah. saw it in the theaters, you know. So I was trying to get you guys all riled up, but and you could tell Jason was just not happy, not happy at all. But I just want to point out that my mother. She was like, what movie are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, we're doing Fifty Shades Darker. And she's like, you convinced them to do the second one. And I was like, no, no. This they, was not my idea. They None of us me. wanted to do it. They convinced me. So I just want to put that out there. It was not me convincing these boys to come back for more. Like, I also want to say that when we were watching it this morning, Eric immediately called the whole entire plot out well, from the first. It's one of my things. It's the most predictable movie I yeah. think I've ever seen in my life. And I looked at him. I said, you watched this, didn't you? But without me. And he just smiled. That motherfucker. Ooh, there <laughs> it is. There it is. Imagine he's with me at the theater. He's just good popcorn. I assure you, he did not watch this without you. I promise you. I bet money on that. He did not watch this fucking god awful piece of shit without you. Oh my god. <laughs> also, wait, really quick. I have to say this from my experience too. There was, there was we were sitting on the couch, and there was one moment after what's her name, Anna, Anna drew the like or oh no after God. Anna or the sorry, 16 after Jamie Dornan Christian Gray was like uh, we talked about this that's off limits when she like tried to touch him maybe 10 minutes later I like reached over to like rub my boyfriend's chest and he grabbed my hand and he goes that's off limits we talked about this and I was like oh my god this movie is a cultural impact. It's affecting relationships. <laughs> when I left today, he goes, "Later's baby," and I was all <laughs> yes. 
I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. One of my few treasures. Eric is dope. Eric, you know what? Eric's one of my treasures for the movie. <laughs> one of my few treasures Eric for this movie. Eric is all of our treasures for yeah. this movie. So uh, speaking of that, let's get into Trash is Treasure. Erica, what you got for us? <laughs> I'm looking over at her phone. Her trash is lengthy. Okay, I'm just going to go down the list. Trash. Why is there still a contract? Like, or why are they still trying to negotiate a contract while they're in that restaurant? And he's like, I want to negotiate new terms, yada, yada, yada. I think that was more figurative than literal. Right. But I hated it. I thought it was trash. Like, you just went through this in the first movie and you're doing this again. Um, she forgave him way too quickly. Trash. My boyfriend says, buy her a gift and she'll take you back. What are we teaching our young girls? Trash. <laughs> what a little feminist. I love him. Right? He got her a phone so he could track her again and keep tabs on her. But okay, did you notice that he got her an iPhone, but he is an Android? Bling, you gotta my stop. Biggest tra- he's a green bubble still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What the fuck, Dude, man? I was so getting there. Billionaire. That I was, was a trash for I me. I was so pissed about that because there's the, the fucking MacBook too. It's yeah. just like, you're, you're giving her all these Apple products, but you're over here fucking... Green bubbling it up. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck trash. him. He's what buying her job. <laughs> yeah. Trash. I think all my trash is just how controlling he is. His, her bank account. I got it, yeah. Like, why? I know they kind of discuss it, but that? it's still, it's creepy and stupid. No, like, okay, I'm not mad about the 24000 like, dropped 24K no, in no, your bank account? I, I'm not Christian mad Gray about that. If Christian had access to your bank account, regardless of the amount, you wouldn't think that'd be weird? It's weird. As long as he's depositing and not taking <laughs> that Depositing what, Holly? <laughs> this dick. I'm just kidding. But I just thought that was really weird. Like, I get it. Okay, as a person that likes or wishes money. they had money, oh, okay. I wouldn't mind the $24,000 deposit, but also, why do you have my bank account information and how did you get that? Well, we talked about this in the last movie. Like, he's able to find her location. He has at, people. Yeah, he has people and he, he found her before Jose could, like, run up on her or some shit last movie. Yeah. Why can't she spread her own legs? <laughs> why, does, why does she need that device? <laughs> It made me really uncomfortable watching that. The thigh spreader? The thigh spreader. Yeah. So long story short, this whole movie is trash. (laughs) And I still can't get behind how she wants to be with someone that's so controlling. The whole scene where she said, I'm going to New York with my boss. And he's like, the answer is no. And she was like, I wasn't asking. You could see how irate he was getting in that meeting. And to me, that's really creepy. But I also think you got to look at this... uh, you know, kind of from the perspective that we looked at it last time in the first movie, this is all somebody who, I mean, look, E.L. James is married, whatever, but this is all a fantasy for somebody, right, who may or may not have an idea of what a healthy or realistic relationship is like. Yeah. And maybe the author, you know, I'm not throwing shade at the author or whatever, but maybe this is what she felt either turns her on or turns other people on, the whole fix him mentality that we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think it's um, based on a lot of that, I can fix him, I can save him, I can tame this, you know, wild man and all this other bullshit. And then... This is probably just me being picky, but he never took his pants off to bone. No, no, no. Did you say that or did Eric say that? Because you text us that. We both said it. I no, I, I think you're, come on, you're plagiarizing no, Eric's think, words right now. I think it's. No, He. we both agreed. <laughs> really? Like, you don't take your pants off to bone. You're just slipping your dick through that pocket or what? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? It wasn't that he didn't take them off the entire movie. It's just that, like, two scenes in a row where there was, like, prolonged camera angles, he was yeah. wearing pants. Yeah. And, it was like, and she was naked. Yeah. Okay, I do want to bring this up because you're talking about this. So that deleted scene I talked about that I think you said Holly is in the third movie, the mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream scene. 
He does remove his pants, kind of. Does he take off them panties? No. So what he does is he pulls the pants below his ass cheeks yep. and leaves them right underneath his ass cheeks. So it's oh. just like that. Cause cakes. Like, yeah, there's like a wide shot. Vanilla cakes. Yeah, so he takes his pants off. Or so you think, due to the close shot. And then there's a wider shot of them having sex. And he has the pants around his hips. And I'm just like, bro, take that shit off. Take yeah. them all Take it off. off. It's, it's more awkward now. Yeah. It's, now your legs are stuck together. But that was like a Cutting treasure. Cutting off circulation. Yeah, that was a treasure of the last movie was them cakes. So. Those cakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla cake. cakes. Mm. Lots of cakes. Which also, so speaking of vanilla, my wonderful boyfriend yelled, vanilla ice cream. This movie isn't only going to be all missionary sex, is it? And then he proceeded to have a missionary style sex counter. Apparently they did it four times missionary style. <laughs> That's it. The movie's shit. <laughs> no treasure from you? Oh, treasure. Uh, Danny Elfman, which I don't know if we discussed this or if he was the composer for the movie, the last movie, but I was surprised that Danny Elfman was the musical composer for this. Can we confirm? Yeah, he was the composer for the last one. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get a piece of that one billion. I don't remember him being the composer, so I put that as trash. I mean, treasure. Honestly, the only treasure I have is my boyfriend's commentary through this whole entire movie. I'm only watching this to see tits and a booty. Whips and chains excite me. Yikes. We're on a Rihanna kick today, because I have a Rihanna theme for mine as well. I hope this road map she's drawing turns into a giant dick. Oh, with the lipstick? Oh, geez, that would have been awesome. Is, is, is what he said. Did you wash those beads first? Who's a booty were those beads in before he placed them in your mouth? It's like you're seeing my trash right now, Erica. I, I have the love same that. thought. I'm not putting those in my butt, not my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was Anna's comment, not my boyfriend's. He also a little bit of both. He also said, someone jizzed all over Anna's car. Was that Christian Grey? Because the white paint? The white paint. Oh. His last quote, that is my treasure. He's going to put that engagement ring in her butt. Surprise, it's a cock ring. (laughs) Like who's I think he was drunk this morning. I don't know. But and then my last treasure is where did she get that lipstick from? Because that lipstick was long wearing, yeah. satin finish. Elizabeth said the same thing. Yes. We all were like, what lipstick brand is that? Because if it can last under a white t shirt without rubbing off. Yeah, and then in the shower, it's not even coming off in the shower still. Like, yeah. is that Mac? Is it Estee Lauder? Can I please get that lipstick? Who is she? Thing, yeah. Wait a minute. They had sex in the shower after she put the lipstick on him? No, so they, no. okay, here's the thing. She did the lipstick thing. They went to the gala. Okay, okay. Then they got ah. back and they're in the shower and the lipstick's still on there. So not only did it not rub off on his white button-up shirt at the gala. It barely came And off it in lasted through sex in his childhood bedroom. Got you. And once they got home and they're in the shower, it's still on. Huh. Made by Sharpie. We need to know. Estee Lauder. That's it. That's it. That movie's, there's no treasure. Just right. comments. Holly, commentary. Holly, what is your trash and treasure? Okay, so I'm going to start with my treasure. I will have to agree. I thought the music was good. Yes. As much as like you guys are rolling your eyes, like Jason and I will, I, I agree the soundtrack is good. I think it started off with a Coldplay cover, which is hilarious because Dakota I Johnson. I actually thought that was a good cover of Dakota it. Dakota Johnson is dating the lead singer from Coldplay now. Chris Martin. Chris Martin. I thought the music was great. I love the Taylor Swift's name song. I remember when it came out. I, I loved it. Live. Exactly. Oh my okay. God. Falsetto slaps you right in the dome. Jason right now is listening to it Wait, on I'm headphones. Sorry. That, Wait. that one song is Taylor Swift? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. What? <laughs> you clearly no didn't idea. listen to the end of the movie. I listened to it. I didn't know it was T-Swift. Oh, it's T-Swizzle. <gasps> T-Swift all day, Watch the day. video. The video is actually really good. Yeah, let's get right on that. I'm Jason. not, I'm not <laughs> doing that. that. I'm going to follow your your theme of Rihanna because in this theme, Christian is not, like, Christian's not afraid to blow her mind. Mm. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Do you, okay, you look confused. Obvious. Okay, so Rihanna was on Jimmy, I think it was Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. No, 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 it's Seth, no, it's Seth no, I think it was, it was Jimmy Fallon. No, it was Seth Meyers. It was Seth Meyers. She's on Seth Meyers, and he's like, "How do I blow my wife's mind?" And oh, she is goes, "Is this when they got drunk together?" Yes. Yeah. And she was like, "Blow your wife," and he was like, "What?" And then they like they just started laughing. Yeah. So Christian's not afraid to blow Anna's mind. So do you just blow on it like? Whoosh. Exactly. Like LeBron and Lance Stevenson. I love it because that's my favorite meme to send people when I'm trying to be annoying Um, this is another treasure that I have that I literally laughed out loud about she goes I'm the captain and they cut to the bone it's all fucking lopsided (laughs) do you not remember this? I I do I don't really give a shit no it's good it's good I thought they stole that from Captain Phillips I'm the captain now I'm the captain now I was laughing so hard this morning watching that. She's like, I'm the captain of boats. Just like. It's just capsized. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Wait a minute, I'm crying. All right, so my next treasure is she drew a pink crop top on him that he proceeded to wear the entire rest of the evening, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, the, the line where she says, you're not putting those in my butt. I thought it was hilarious. And we kind of facilitated a conversation with if this was more of the movie where it was just like funny and like her really like being like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's happening. It would have been a lot better. Yeah. And then obviously the line where he looks her dead in the face and says, take off your panties in the middle of a restaurant. Highlight. That's Jason's favorite too. The trash of this movie, I mean, there's 99% of this movie is trash, and I understand that. Their chemistry, we thought, was a lot better than the last one, which isn't saying much. Mm-hmm. The acting is just beyond, because it starts with a nightmare, and he's just, like, rolling back and forth, and then just screams no. They had an awkward conversation where he literally said, why did you wait for sex, or, like, why did you wait to have sex, which I thought was very weird. Mm-hmm. In the second part of it, like, in a sequel... This Erica will understand, you guys will not understand, but she was wearing a satin dress, yes. and before she got dressed, she was wearing all that lingerie. <gasps> Do you remember that? I, I was said, like, I was like, that is going to show through that exactly. satin dress. Exactly. And I was like, there's no way you could wear that under a satin dress. Like, there's no way. Well, I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. They cut to the part where she's just wearing panties, and I was like, okay, this is way more realistic, but she's wearing this whole getup, and then she's wearing a satin dress in the next scene. See, I did not get that. <laughs> See, boys don't get that. Elizabeth caught it. She pointed it out to me. Yeah, really? it would show. She wore a satin dress. Was she, well, so what she had said is, we saw her trying on the lingerie, mm-hmm. or wearing it, I guess. It was and good. It, and like, then it cut to her in the dress, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, where's all this lingerie? I guess Elizabeth was like, well, how's she wearing it? I was like, I think she was just playing around, dicking around, and just trying on all this stuff around. that was... Yeah. she had laid out yeah and she's like oh okay that makes way more sense because like yeah. there's no way that you're gonna be able to wear a dress and have all this like like why is she wearing oh all it's this? gonna yeah. show through satin, it's it's show satin through yeah. yeah satin especially yeah. like you you i i draw also a lipstick that. crop top and you can see it through satin so <laughs> i mean who um, doesn't know that or a giant dick exactly this is something that like really bothered me that i don't think any of you guys are gonna touch on it was like shameless marketing plugs yes audi but it, no, it was like, oh. there was a scene where he's facilitating a very serious conversation with Anna, and then like 
Fazoli pianos. Like, it's yes. in the frame for a solid 45 seconds. Yeah. And it was, like, just a shameless marketing plug, and I hate shit like that. So I noticed that. And I did research on it. Apparently, it's, like, a $6,000 piano, but that's fine. Um, my last trash is going to be that elevator scene. Yeah. When you're in close proximity to people and you're breathing the way she's breathing, like... Moving her legs the way she's moving, moving her, her legs. legs. the way she's doing, and then he whispers, like, don't come. If you're in that close of proximity to people, I don't care how old they are, they're going to hear you and they are going to turn around. Especially in an elevator. Yeah. No one's talking right. in an elevator. You, you yeah. You can clear your throat in an elevator and yeah. people are giving themselves distance, let alone, like, what she's doing. Like, that whole scene to me is just unnecessary and it's flawed. He was just telling her not to come over. But okay, um... <laughs> What if everybody was doing that in that elevator? Oh, they're it was just, just one elevator orgy. They're just with it. Grandma in front of her is just silent auction, no silent, silent orgy. That wasn't the silent auction though. Oh, silent they orgy. Silent, silent orgy. orgy. That's my trash and my treasure. All right, I'm gonna start with my treasure. Um, there you go. Get him. Surprisingly, I have more than I did with the last There's one. There's no way. Wow. Oh, no, more than the last one. More than the last not one. More, not more treasure much. than trash, right? Yeah. So okay. my first treasure is uh, Christian's mom, dad, and siblings being well-adjusted people. Like, they're pretty normal. Yeah. You know, that's... They are. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> Hannah giving Anastasia's boss that look when he watches her walk away. I was like, she knows what's up. She knows what's happening. They don't do the he's rich type stuff as badly as they did it last time. Right. right. Where they just show the pencils and like his name is plastered on everything. There's a moment in the movie where they're talking about the 24K that he gives her. And she says, oh, that's a lot of money. And he says, well, I make that amount of money every 15 minutes. You know, it's just kind of a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. That it's very it's very Tony Stark. It's something Tony Stark would say or Bruce Wayne would say. Yeah. It's just very throwaway and it's not so over and in your face. Fifty Shades of Stark. Yeah. So I thought I thought they did it better this time with the showing Sorry. how rich he is. You know, uh, there's one part where I really where I laughed and I thought it was humorous. Uh, so we talked about the the Kegel balls scene where he gives her the the chrome balls or whatever the fuck they are, the silver balls, and um, we talked about in pre production how if the whole movie was like this. It would function better. Yeah. They still manage to have like the kinkiness in there. Uh, the interaction seems more realistic, more natural. Yeah. Well, that, that scene feels real. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a genuine relationship yeah. type thing. Like they're trying freaky shit and they're just, they're cool with He's each other. He's the one that's exposing it to her and she's like, no, I'm not. You know, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I wish, I wish the whole movie was like that. And if the whole movie was like this, I feel like it would succeed better. Just yeah. take, take it easy. You know, like not everything has to be so fucking serious. The whole movie. Uh, but the part that I laughed at was uh, when he gives her the earrings and he says, uh, don't worry, these are for your ears. So I laughed at that. That was a pretty good yeah. joke. That was a pretty good joke. Well I know timed. Eric was like, those are what goes in her butt. <laughs> so keep going. Just go to Claire's and get some of those, yeah. Right. There's one shot that I thought was really good where uh, they're both wearing the masks and they're at the ball at the auction. And then Christian creeps into frame. And he says, now you know what those silver balls do. So she's looking right at the camera, but it's like half her face. Yes. And then he creeps into shot completely side profile. I thought that was a really nicely composed shot. I think there's a lot you can get from that shot. So I'll give props to whoever's doing the cinematography for this movie. I didn't really look that up. It, it looks clean. Yeah, it looks, yeah. It looks really clean. So I, I thought that was really good. Um, shout out to Anna explaining the difference between a conversation and a fight. I think a lot of people need to hear that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I appreciated that. 
Christian doing proper pull-ups. Wait, define a pop- proper pull-up. Well, you're not swinging your fucking legs. You're using wildly. like the whole weight to go up. You're not doing the swinging butterfly pull-ups. Yeah, like you're actually the momentum. Like you're pulling momentum. yourself as okay. opposed to jerking oh, so like yourself keeping around. the momentum. So you're saying it's like pure. Strength. So CrossFit slow, does it for control. time, and they find ways to like minimize the amount of like I want to say um, energy you're using to do a pull-up. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is literally pulling his whole body up every single time. Yeah, I feel like the CrossFit they use a lot of momentum, momentum. to like get yeah. them up because they're going for time. Yeah. As opposed to like a proper pull-up, like you're tensing your core and like really focusing on what you're doing. That's what he was doing in this. It's actually a proper pull-up. Yeah, I don't want to throw shade at like the CrossFit community or whatever. But, I mean, look, I know the shit they do is tough. Like it requires a lot of work. But y'all pull-ups, y'all got to change them. That's all I got to say I about take that. offense to that. The pull-ups? <laughs> yeah. CrossFit you, you mugs try takes to, offense. Try to do, CrossFit try to do it. I get no, it. No, no, no. I'm saying but the swinging pull-ups though. Try to do them. You don't do swinging pull-ups. If you're doing for time, you do. Okay. You guys should do it across yeah. at Mugs later. Okay, fair enough. Fair and we'll record enough. it on the $20 ticket story. But anyway, uh, doing the pommel horse thing was cool. One of my friends does calisthenics, and that shit is hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I've tried to do some of that shit, and it's insane. So uh, the fact that Jamie Dorton was able to do that is pretty cool. Um, Christian, you guys, you guys are all, like, muscular, and this is, like, a weird thing I learned from a mutual friend of all of ours. Like, the veins that he has... That's a thing, apparently. The veins, when you can see their veins. When you're like vascular? Yes. Yeah. He had that. Just wanted to point that out. Okay, <laughs> moving All on. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Christian put in uh, baby oil on uh, Anastasia's titties. Uh, we don't do dry nipples around here. It's like titty fucking sandpaper. So I'm glad he did that. And then at the end of it all, uh, Christian and Anna get engaged. And I got to say, it's a more believable love story than Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Ray and Kylo Ren. Because mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker sucked. Because Kylo Ren didn't put baby oil on them things. When you come from Jakku, you Was got dry titties. Was he licking the baby oil off her tits? Oh, that's so gross. That Johnson and Johnson in his yeah, mouth? Yeah, Dakota oh, Johnson and Don Johnson. Yeah. Johnson yeah. Uh, but let me get into my trash. Well, I had more treasure than I thought I would. Hmm. All right, so trash, Jack. That's all I got to say. Uh, trash, Elena. That's yep. it. Uh, soundtrack, trash. What? That's all I got to got say. Him. What? Got him. Got him. Danny Elfman. Okay, I, I, is Danny Elfman the score or the soundtrack? The score. That is the score. Okay, so then soundtrack. Put your dukes up. What you got? Trash. Trash. <laughs> Starting the movie off with domestic violence. Uh, oh, that's real hot. Uh, when Christian's in bed, <laughs> laying down, and he's just like writhing in bed i'm like what the fuck is happening and then you realize it's a dream so i'm uh, i'm glad he wasn't doing that um the note that came with the roses should have said good luck at your new job and not good luck in your new job i don't know why somebody <laughs> would write that uh that cover of the scientist was fucking terrible and, <gasps> and i don't even like coldplay but that cover was fucking what? awful I liked, I liked it. it that's cool okay it's my trash um jose not asking for permission to post her photos everywhere Dude. Tell me that's awful right fucking there. Weird. That's creepy. Yes. Especially after the last movie when he yes. tried to fucking harass her. Sorry to cut you off, but when they announced they were engaged, Jose's face was kind of like, ugh. He was like distraught, huh? Yeah. He carries yeah. the torch. The whole photos thing, and Erica, you'll know about this, it reminds me of back in college when we had this giant movie poster-sized picture of Erica. Oh my God, yes. In our living room. For no reason. I, who took that photo? Some random sagap. Yeah, so Erica had a photo of her like, modeling for a photo shoot, 
and somebody just hung it up in our living room when we were in college and we just never took it down because we didn't know who put it up. I do remember that now. Yeah. My roommates and I were just like, yeah, yeah, we're just like, Erica, why are you on our wall? And you're just like, I don't know. Shit. I literally had no idea why that photo was up there. First and foremost, that was a gift. Okay. Here's what's creepy. That photo was taken of me unbeknownst to me. So months later, because my boyfriend at the time, his his birthday was in January, that photo was taken around summertime because I was in a bikini, but it was gifted to my boyfriend on his 21st birthday. And even my boyfriend was like, why did you just have this photo blown up of my girlfriend? And then when we broke up, someone from Sigma they took it and then put it in the MGM. Which Sounds like a lot like the Reggie Bush, Kim Kardashian episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> Where she like took photos for just Reggie, but then the mom found out and then put it on like a cover well, of Well, but no, I didn't take those photos for him. I literally was walking somewhere. And he like paparazzi'd her. And he paparazzi'd me. Wow. I he remember Jose'd this you. whole thing and it was creepy as fuck. <laughs> it was like, creepy, yeah. yeah. No, because he was like, Jose'd? here's, here's this. Not our friend Jose. No, Jose no. the 50 yeah. Shades Grey. Yeah, she got Jose. Um, Christian, you can't say that you're willing to be flexible with boundaries and then immediately say that your girlfriend's boss wants what's his the yeah. moment you meet him. And then you can't just buy the company she works at and you can't just deposit $24,000 into her account without permission. And Erica, like you said, how the fuck did he find that out? And you can't just bring your girlfriend to get her hair done by the lady that basically abused you when yeah. you were underage. Oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, he has no concept of boundaries whatsoever. Also, did these two ever eat? Because the first time they had sex, they didn't even finish cooking their stir fry. <laughs> Uh, the second time, Anna says she's hungry at the ball, and then immediately after buying that ski vacation at the auction, they go bone each other, and they skip the meal. And then the third time, they're at dinner after Anna's promotion, you know, celebrating, and they toast their wine glasses, and then Anna says, let's take the celebration home, and they ask for the check before they even get served dinner. Do these motherfuckers eat, ever. Yeah. They don't eat. The only time I saw anybody eat was when Christian was going down on Anna. Yes! <laughs> We and, celebrate a hero. And also, Anna doesn't give oral. That's what I was going to say. Thank you for bringing that up because it slipped my mind to write that down. But yeah, she never did that to him. It was always her being the receiver. She was never a giver. Do you think that has something to do with um, their relationship in the past and how he's like trying to make amends and all that good stuff? I think No, or, I think it's in the book. She went down all the time. Like, oh, okay. Oh, we, just, so, we don't show that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think in the ice cream scene that got moved to the next movie, I think she does perform oral. No? No. Oh, she, she puts just... ice cream all over her. Yeah. Oh, okay. The scene I saw, she puts ice cream over him in the scene that I saw. So maybe they redid it for the next one? or Maybe. I, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. To be continued next Valentine's yeah. Day, well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this movie really <laughs> sucks fight. and blows, so. All right. Um, <laughs> so Anna draws a square around this dude's chest with lipstick. It's a crop top. Yeah. And Christian says, these are my boundaries. It's a pink crop top. And then you're Winnie the Pooh. As soon as he said that, all I could think about was Andy Bernard from The Office and how yes. he, and how he gets chafed nipples. Oh yeah, yeah. when they're doing the uh, the charity run. When Christian and Anna walk into the ball, Anna's just like, everybody's looking at us. And then Christian says, everybody's looking at you. And I'm like, they're looking at you because you look like the fucking vulture from Spider Man. <laughs> <gasps> yes. The shade, the shade of it all. Every bit of dialogue has a pause between it. If you cut the dialogue together, 
you'd easily cut about 20 minutes from this movie. It'd be 20 minutes shorter. Sorry. What was the point of the helicopter crash? Right. Serves- and then all of a sudden he appears. But okay, do you also think, because I've seen this movie pre what has recently happened and now post Kobe Bryant. I was way more triggered by the helicopter crash this time than I was watching it the first time. Yeah, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Jana Bryant, everybody that was on that helicopter. But seeing that helicopter scene run me the wrong way. And I know this movie came out, you know, full three years almost before uh, Kobe's accident. But yeah, seeing that helicopter scene really rubbed me the wrong way. But was the point of the helicopter crash from a narrative perspective, was it to push Anna to want to marry him because she already wrote the answer on that keychain prior to the helicopter incident and did he just walk his ass all the way from Seattle to Portland? That's what Eric said. He was like, how did he get back okay, from Mount so, St. Helens? So let me just group you guys into like the book. So the reason why she gave him the keychain in the book was because they were going to a therapy session because she was very concerned about like, is he, which Here is very- we fucking go. Well, I'm just saying like, she was <laughs> concerned about like him needing this lifestyle and she wanted to meet with his therapist and be like, yo, is this relationship sustainable because of all of his mental issues and like all of his sadism and all this good stuff. So before they went to that therapy session is when she got the keychain made. So they went to the therapy session, she gave it to him like right before. And then that week he got in the helicopter accident. So like the whole thing in the book was just like, she loved him before she found out the answer. So she gave him the answer um, and then the helicopter crash happened. But what they did is like they crashed and then they were able to get a truck ride back to Seattle. Oh, he it Roz off. In the movie. And then they his cell phone died because it was looking for service when they were out in the middle of nowhere. So like looking for service, your cell phone dies. So it was like very, very well done in the book, I think, as far as explaining that movie. situation. But not in the movie. Like the so news it's like, had it. Oh, Christian Gray. But is, that's the thing is yeah. the reason. So survived. And he walks to the door all bloody, but he can't contact any of his family members or like, her. Where's the payphone? I'm okay. You also, you're, phone you're, from someone? also, you're fucking rich. You don't have a satellite phone in your helicopter. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the reason. The reason in the book that the news knew about it before they did is that he dropped Roz off with her partner at her apartment, and the paparazzi saw them because they knew that he was with her. And so the paparazzi got the news of like, oh, we saw them. They're alive. They're well. And then by the time he got back to his house, then it was good. Are we missing a lot of scenes that yes. were cut? Is that and that's why yes. it just doesn't make sense so, at all in the movie? Well, this is this is the thing that I wanted. You guys have never read the book, but I always think about this class that I took in college, which was like books and their adaptation into film and which parts they pick and which why which parts are relevant. And I feel like where this movie misses the mark the most is explaining these things and having character development and explaining why people do things. Because for us, you guys have all this uncertainty of like, why did this happen? Like, how did they know? Like, how did they do this? And in the book, they go over it. And again, E.L. James is not the best author. So it's done at like a fourth grade reading capacity. But you actually get some insight. You actually get some behind the scenes. So that I always think about like when you're adapting this and when you're writing the screenplay and when you're writing this movie, like which parts do you pick and which parts do you stress on? And then when you're in the editing process, like which parts make sense because you guys don't know this whole backstory so like for me watching it I can fill in the gaps with like what I already know but for you guys watching it we've never no, read one of the my books. biggest trashes is this whole scene where he then just shows up after everything yes. you know yeah and so in the book they get into that because they're just like they ask the questions of like how did they know before we knew like how yeah. did the news know you were safe like you didn't call anybody you didn't see anybody and he's like no the paparazzi was outside Roz's house so 
we're fine. Like they're watching the news with them talking about the accident. I think, and he just shows up. I think they even say, it, "Oh, he has just been confirmed to still be alive," and he just walks through the and door, he's right? Safe. Yeah, and yeah. They, like, or he's safe. Him. Yeah, yeah. He oh, still got the, blood on his head. Dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing I want to call out is like we never call emergency services in this movie. Like uh, we don't call the police when Anna's car is destroyed. He's rich. No, but it's just like you don't call the police for insurance purposes for things like that. We don't call the police when that uh, chick breaks in with a gun. We don't call the police at all. And then the police just don't know that this man survived the wreckage and walked his ass over here to another state. Doesn't make sense. Um, Just like the last thing, I think we might have touched on this earlier, but overall, I think the movie and this whole series takes itself way too seriously. And it's probably a fault of the, uh, it's probably a fault of the author. If they embrace more of the stupidity and the camp kind of as it relates to this series being unrealistic or uh, unhealthy or involving unhealthy relationship expectations with a more proper portrayal of like the BDSM community or like dom subculture, it'd be better. Just play it more loose, more comedic, like in a Zack and Miri kind of way. I think they explore the making of porn and how that affects interpersonal relationships between people. I think that movie does it much better. I I just feel like just play it looser. Don't take it so seriously. Add more levity to it. You know, if they face any sort of struggles in their relationship, why not make them confront certain aspects of their emotional and sexual relationship uh, as it relates to, you know, BDSM or Dom Sub? Portray it in a realistic way. Portray what an unhealthy obsession really looks like. Portray what past trauma and abuse really looks like. Portray what going too far really looks like and how to earn your significant other's trust back and show us what it really looks like at, you know, Add some true human interaction so that we can actually relate to these people so we don't feel like we're in a desperate 40-year-old spinster's wet dream. If, if you took... <laughs> spinster's wet dream. Spinsters. If you took that five-minute scene with the, the Kegel balls or whatever, like, that scene is part of a much better movie. Yeah. Like, that one scene alone before they go to the ball is part of a much better movie. If the whole movie was like that, if the whole series was like that this would be a really good movie. Well, I'm glad that you say that because they were almost like playful in that scene. And she was like honest, she was vulnerable. She's like, you're not putting those in my ass. Like that whole scene was just, it seemed like out of pocket for this whole movie. Yeah, and I feel like last movie, we touched on that scene where they're talking about the contract negotiation in that red like room or whatever. That scene felt like a good movie. And I feel like this movie has one scene where it feels like a good movie, yeah. and that's it. I wish this series, we haven't seen the third one yet, I haven't at least, but <laughs> but can we just make the movies like those scenes? Yeah. yeah. We'd have something good. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Jason, why don't you tell us your trash and treasure with this movie? All right, so I'm going to barrel through mine because you guys already talked about a lot of them. Also, I hand wrote these as opposed to typing them and I couldn't read half of them because I was writing so many trashes that I just, I was writing so fast I couldn't just, read half of them. Just set the paper on fire, huh? Yeah, I was just like, I just threw up the notebook at the end. I was like, I give up. <laughs> I'm running out of pages, I'm running out of ink. My hand was cramping up. Carpal tunnel. Anyway, I'm going to start with my treasure. So the first one is the Laters baby. I don't know why. They made me laugh. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Um, when Anna says, you're not putting those in my butt, I just, you're, like you're right, that, that felt like a real part of the movie. Yeah. So I guess that's like a treasure. Also, I thought those were going in her butt. So Same. <laughs> I was Same. like, those look like some anal crazy anal bead. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nah, man. Kegel balls. Kegel you know, eggs. This, this movie's keeping on my toes. I was like, oh shit, no, they're not going to her butt. All right. Um, one part that I laughed and I had to rewind and rewatch again 
the sound that Anna makes when Christian calls her up at the birthday bash. She like makes this weird sound like, uh, uh, and then she like gets up. It's what? Like, go back and watch it. Elizabeth and I, I were watching this and both of us started dying and we're like, what in the fuck was that sound? But they like close up on her. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. And she so like, that's a weird reaction. I think it's supposed to be like a gas, like, like that, but it's more like, uh, and then she like gets She's up. She's orgasming. Like, Those balls were still in her. I, no, no, no. This is like afterwards. This is after the helicopter show. I knew exactly yeah, and what I was like, you're talking about. What the fuck? But it was funny. Um, okay, so none of you guys have said this yet, and this is the only other part I had to rewind reluctantly, was at the very end when Christian's uh, proposing, mm-hmm. does he say marry me or does he say bury me? Marry me. Go back and watch this. Why would he say bury me? I don't bury know. Me. I don't know, but Elizabeth and I both looked at each other like, what did he just say? And I was like... It looked, and it, his mouth looked like he said, bury me. And I'm like, how to go no, back? No, he's British, so bury I'm si- me. I'm telling you, go back and watch this. Bury he me. clearly says, bury me. Mm. And then I looked at Elizabeth, and I was like, my pleasure, man. I'm going to bury this whole fucking movie. <laughs> but he, I'm telling you, <laughs> I swear to God, he says, bury me. Okay. I'll rewatch it, because I have a rental for another 24 fucking hours. And then I'm like, where's this movie going to go? And then it leaves you on that cliffhanger with uh, what's his name Jack Jack Hyde outside and like and I'm like okay so is it like kind of I don't know what happens in the last book thank God not yet you don't know. next year you will oh Jesus Christ but like <laughs> I don't know what happens but go back and watch he I does ch- not say bury me go back bury and me. Wa- I- marry me bury me guys bury me guys everybody I'm gonna believe Jason here you should wow. none of he us even, caught even that he wanted to be buried from this shitty experience me. Sorry. So I'm, I'm more asking you. Me. He doesn't say that in the book. He says, marry me. So, okay. It's really weird, though. Why the fuck would you ask someone to marry you and no, say, maybe, bury me? Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just a mistake that they just didn't cut out. That happens in a lot of movies. True. Yeah. I'll try to pull it up later. Yeah, Kerwin, and you guys that tell really me. Happens it's weird. People say, marry me, and they say, bury me. No, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, married, no, I'm, die. Not, I'm not saying that it's written that way. I'm just saying it was a mistake he made. And then in the editing process, they didn't ADR over it, or they just looked over there it. There was a $55 million budget for this movie. Happens all the time in movies. Look at Cats. <laughs> well, look at Twister. I mean, Dusty's wiener's <gasps> hanging out at that one scene. They just they they showed in theaters. I never saw wiener. His wiener? Okay. And balls. Where? What, what scene? Uh, it's the very beginning. He sits back in a lawn chair. You guys just not wearing any underwear. And balls and wiener just hang out like for a split <laughs> second. But it's only in the theatrical version. Oh, shit. just peaked. I'm going to YouTube it. Do it. But you have to YouTube the theatrical version. Anyway, I'm telling you, go back and watch this part. Okay. I watched it a couple all times right. and it says, bury me. Okay, so that's all my treasure. Oh. Trash. Oh, right. Lordy. I'm buckling up. So opening at the art show felt like dialogue from the room. Yep. Yes. It felt real soap opery and just cringeworthy. I fucking despise it. That's your it. favorite movie. No, no, but can I it ask is. you, if you walked in to an art expo where one of your best friends, say Kerwin, you're walking into Kerwin's art expo because Kerwin's the artistic one out of all of us. And he had a room full of pictures of your face without you knowing, what would you say? I don't even know. I don't have to you answer that question. You would just be like, hey, hey, like, hey bro. what in the oh, hey, fuck Kerwin. is this? Oh, hey, Kerwin. 
Kerwin. Oh, hi, Kerwin. Uh, <laughs> funny thing. What the fuck is this? But that's what I'm saying. Like, her reaction was just kind of like, wow, it's a, it's a whole lot of me, which I think I would try to say to, like, roll out of that situation. So I wasn't bothered by that scene. What, what was the guy's name that took the picture? Jose. 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 And then, you know, Christian comes up. I just, the whole thing was cringeworthy. I like, didn't, someone like, bought yeah. all your paintings. Of course, so, Christian. I'm like, hmm, oh, weird, funny thing. Do you, guys, yeah, okay. do you guys want to know the setup to that in the book? Oh, Imagine it was, like, me. this guy named Arturo. Arturo oh, I'm so curious. Please tell me what the setup is. I hate you more than most people right now, which is saying a lot. But apparently in the book <laughs> that Christian took her to Portland to see this art show in his helicopter because they already had this standing date when they broke up from the first book. Mm. So he took her on the helicopter, which is why he was there. So he was with her when they walked into that room. Mm. It wasn't like this whole like, oh, I'm just going to go to this art show randomly because the thing that you guys don't understand is Jose lives in Portland, like where her and Kate went to college. And then now she lives in Seattle with her job with Kate and then like Christian lives up there, but Jose's still in Portland. So like she was in Portland at his art show and so they had to fly down there. So he flew her down there in the helicopter, which makes the helicopter crash so much more impactful because they actually went on the helicopter and then they came back. So mm-hmm. in that context, it makes more sense exactly. why he's there and stuff, but. It's like he would randomly show up to this guy's art show who he hates. Come on, like I, I, I didn't understand but it's, it. She belongs to him, so yeah, he would. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when they go to dinner, Christian is such a douche with the guy. Yay! Yes. Oh, he's, he's such asshole. a fucking prick. I fucking hated that, that part. That rich piece of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it just, I hated that. Dude, did you notice that he says, um, we'll have two steaks, medium fries, and vegetables? How do you order two steaks and not say how you want them cooked? Yeah. He doesn't even say how he, he wants medium. This. No, no, he said two steaks, medium fries, vegetables. He he's saying two steaks, medium. medium. No, no, two steaks, no, no, medium. No, 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 he says two steaks, Pause. Medium, medium fries, vegetables. I think he, but I think he's saying steaks, medium, medium. No, 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 no. fries. No, no, this is how he says it. He says, I, I know how he says it. If I'm a server, though, I'm taking that as yeah, medium you're not at McDonald's. steak you're and not fries. Medium no, no. Size fries. But the way he says medium, it's used as an adjective yeah. for the, for the no, fries. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's also, just, who orders a medium steak? Sorry. What? No, it's who also orders a medium steak? No, but yeah, there's that How do you order it? Medium rare. You Same. can go actually medium rare. Yeah, or rare sometimes. No, I'll go medium rare, but yeah. I don't. Medium's fine too. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, I just yeah. I just thought that was weird. But go ahead, Jason. Sorry. No, no worries. Um, but yeah, no, I just I hated that scene. He's such a fucking prick. Um, well, the way he looks at him when he pours the bottle of wine, like like you're interrupting me, and I'm like, like, like I got this, you, dude. You know? well, yeah. well, then he orders like, hey, can we have two glasses of this? And then the waiter or the server's like, hey, like we'll we'll in the bottle. bottle, and he's like. Fine, like a bottle's fine or whatever. Like, yeah. Just like make it happen. And it's like, well, dude, just fucking look, look chill. at the goddamn menu, you piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then look, he opens it for him. Yeah, and like he just looks so like, okay, hurry, 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 hurry. But this is the like, totally beyond the point. But like when you order a bottle of wine at a restaurant and they do that thing where like they show you the bottle and you're like, yeah, that's fine. And then they open the bottle and then they pour you and like you, a you, little bit. You and take you have a to little taste bit it. to make sure you want the I bottle. I literally always want to look at them and just be like, I used to slap the sack in college. Like I used to drink fucking Vela Sangria from the bag. Like whatever you're about to pour in my glass, I'm sure it's just they make you perfect. Smell they make you smore. They make you fucking spin it around. 
around, smell it. Yeah, no, I get that too, but then don't go to a place like that. Right. If you're going to have that attitude. No, I mean, I, no like, I'm just, I was making like a side no, allegory. Like, like he could have been like, I'm sure it's fine. Like, yeah. thank you so much. He could have at least said thank you. So, anything. Never once. But she was, I felt bad because Anna kept giving them like sympathetic looks, but I was like, servers aren't looking at you. They're looking at the asshole that's got fucking yeah. being an asshole. Like, and he's the one ordering for both of them and all this right. shit. Right. So he's, of course he's obviously the one paying. So you're not yeah. going to look at the person that he's with. Like, Poor girl. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, it, it was a shitty scene. Um, Server. Server flashbacks. Oh, I'm scared. Um, Elizabeth looked at me the part where Christian says about Jack, he wants what's mine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, no. No, I'm, no. I'm, no. I'm, yeah, don't. That's not good. Don't do that. That's why I love Elizabeth. Yeah. At, at 19 minutes and 11 seconds in, Elizabeth looked at me and said, worst movie ever. Uh, shout out to Elizabeth. Uh, the there's King, still what forty minutes left. This is nineteen minutes in, so there's like oh nineteen minutes. I thought you said an hour nineteen. No, nineteen in. minutes, eleven oh. seconds in. Yeah, so not even oh, twenty minutes in. Buckle up, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a bumpy one. Uh, <laughs> That's what Christian said. <laughs> My kink, dick feels like corn. Kinky fuckery. I I felt like that was so shoved in. Yes. The way she said it on the phone or whatever the yeah. fuck she was no, doing. No, they were like he was about to go down on her. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, out, I'm about your kinky fuckery. Whatever the fuck she says, it's so stupid and shoved in. I hated it. Um, <laughs> the balls the balls in the vag. Shoved in, Jason, you yeah. couldn't have been better. <laughs> Sorry, that's tons of puns, I guess. Stupid and shoved in. Wow. Uh, balls in the vag. I just, ugh, I just, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like that part. It would have made more sense if it was going in her butt, but. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> Anal yeah. beads, kegel beads. Jason does not know the difference. Yeah, I, no. There's balls on a string, I just assumed ass. Um, throughout the movie, there's obviously multiple sex scenes, but there's only 18 minutes between the first and the second sex scene. And it's roughly, so the first one happens roughly 20 minutes in, the second one 40, the third one 60, and then the fourth one at 100, just so you guys know. Oh, what? Pretty regimented. Throughout. 20 minute interval. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Except for the last one. You know what's funny? Uh, to bring this up, there's this kind of rule in film. It's not an official rule, but it's like a practice mm-hmm. where every 20 Unspoken. minutes, yeah, 20 every 20 minutes, something has to happen, whether it's an action scene or yeah. a twist. And I think they might have been following some sort of formula, if you will. You I'm know, saying I the guess. room did not get that formula because we got those three sex scenes within like back to those back. three <laughs> belly penetrations. No, but I kept pausing it and I was like, okay, how far is this now? And it was like you literally. Kept pausing almost, it? Why'd you keep pausing it? Oh, I had to, man. I was just getting too worked <laughs> up. <laughs> I was like, oh, slow down, slow down, you know. Uh, the lipstick on the body, still on him on the boat. This pink crop top? I, I could, I, I'm like, and Elizabeth made the comment, like, I want that lipstick, fool. Like, it stays on like crazy. Um, Every woman that has seen this movie is like, what brand is that lipstick? Yeah, I, it was ridiculous and dumb. Um, when he said no to the trip to New York, I thought for sure now balls are definitely going the asshole this time. Like, I thought for sure he was going to punish this girl. I was like, <laughs> this is going to happen now. Because the way he says no, too, it's just like, no. Like, just like, no. Like, I thought for sure, like, no. <laughs> Not pussyfooting around anymore. <laughs> that's, that's We're anal going. footing now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's all business now. That's what I thought. I booty thought bumping, sure, booty yeah. ballsing. I thought for sure, man, he's busting another set of these balls and whatever. Get those booty beads out. He busted some balls, but uh, I didn't like the creepy part with the boss Jack, like in that room. He's creepy. <laughs> I mean, he did a good job being creepy, but I just I didn't like. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. He was creepy. Do you know what I yeah. forgot to touch on though? Is like these balls. Yeah, I never Which forget. Ones? Never forget the balls. But the vagina balls or the vagina, <laughs> the booty balls. Which ones? I, 
<laughs> you're saying vagine balls could you right imagine, now. Vagina, could vagina. Could you imagine if your ass had balls? Too? <laughs> that's, a lot go- you, that's a lot going on. Mugga, mugga can't. <laughs> Booty balls 2020. Um, no, but what I hated is like Jack was like somewhat attractive until he got fired. And then the last scene that you see him, he's all of a sudden like... Red hasn't under shaved. the eyes, yeah, just like shaved. crying, haggard. Nick Cage is that like you. total villain, like, and it proceeds into the next movie. Trust me, but like the rapid decline Can't of wait. Jack Hyde within two days is oh, very. This whole thing was like two weeks. That was also one of my like the time frame. Yeah, yeah, like two weeks. All of this happened in two weeks. Yeah, but back to really, your boy it was Jack. only two weeks. Yeah. Oh wow. She's okay. like I. Le- her friend. What's her friend's name? Mia. No, no Kate. Mia's a sister. Kate's Kate, her friend. Kate's a friend. She was like, I leave you for a couple of weeks and oh, all of a right. sudden you're engaged. And I'm like, wait. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I didn't like um, how once Jack got fired that like Anna's new job was going to be this editor, I guess was she was supposed to be. Yeah. And like the woman that's there like all of a sudden just asks her to go to this meeting and like represent Jack's part. And then all of a sudden she gets in there and she's presenting something. And all of a sudden the dude in the gray hair is just like, oh, let's, well, no, everyone, room stop. Like, yes. we gotta listen to Anna. It's just like, okay, how much is Christian doing behind all these scenes? I kind of felt like it was very planted, 100%. very staged. It's like, I, I, I don't know, I didn't like that, like, at all. And I could feel like, it, I don't know, did you guys feel that when you were yes. watching this? Yes. It just, it felt like bad writing. It just yeah. felt like, ooh. Let's just write it this way because this is how I think it goes. Like it just felt very like stock writing. It's just like this is a scene where the younger person talks to the older people, and one of the old people is a stickler, and the one of the old people is more progressive, and he gets it, and she gets the promotion, and it just felt very like stock. It just felt like she just pulled it out of a bag and said, "This is what it what goes here." Yeah, I just feel like Christian was behind the scenes saying, "Hey, like to a couple key people, like, hey, like this is gonna happen." You need to make this seem like it's not me, it's you, and like make this happen kind of seamlessly, but without like appearing this way. And I feel like that's the feeling I had, like he was behind all of this. Yeah. At least those two key parts. When Christian kneels down, palms up, asking Anna not to leave, holy fuck, I hated that. Why? Why did you hate that? It's really weird. It's it's just weird, and it's not his character. It felt, I don't know. He was trying to show that he was he could be submissive too, but we all know that he's not that type of person. I thought he was. I thought she was gonna give him like a samurai sword so he could like commit suicide or some shit. It just felt childish. That. It's like, no, don't leave. I don't want you to leave. And it's like, whoa, whoa, calm down, bitch. Like, get off your knees, fucking. Let's talk. Like they already talked about having a conversation, not a fight. It's like, no, no, no. You don't sit here and pout and like shut down and oh no, please don't, no, please don't leave. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. <laughs> What is that voice? I love it. That's what I it really sounded like it. to me. It sounded like a goddamn child. I'm like, dude, you have this room up here that you like do whatever. And it's like, and you're very dominant. And this is supposed to be your submissive. And even regardless of all of that, it's just like, why are you curling up into this ball and like acting this way? It felt really weird. You don't feel that way? Yeah. I mean, I feel that way. The way that it was portrayed, yes. But I think the overall message was like, he's the dominant. He's got a submissive. She's pissed that the submissive came back and pointed a gun at her. 
And so now like she's like, oh, do you want to get back with the submissive? I'm not a submissive. So like if you want this relationship in your life, like go get it. And he was like, no, like I can be the submissive. Like I think it was meant to be more of that. But the way that it was portrayed, I agree with you, was a thousand percent way more awkward. Like yeah. he just came off as a little bitch boy. Like, yeah, this is after the apartment scene. Where, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which sorry. why have none of us touched on Layla? That's well, no, me. That's can me. I, I, got can I that. interject really quick? I'm sorry. I don't know why I didn't bring this up, but can we just discuss very quickly his files on all his submissives? Oh, Jesus. Y'all don't do that? Only on Holly, <laughs> but that was about it. I was going to say, I was like, I, I could find somebody on Instagram, on Facebook like, within 15 that's kinda, seconds. That's really creepy. And the fact that she still stayed with him after he presented her file to her, you're still going to stay with this guy? Erica, we said this before and we said this again. If this guy was like making 60000 a year, the shit would not fly. But the fact that he's a billionaire, that's we true. allow it. Continue, Jason. And I just felt like... He gives her just enough to like stay around too, yeah. where it's like, hey, Bread like she crumbing. gets she gets upset, she doesn't agree with me, and then it's like, all right, um, I'll let you touch my chest now, and yeah. now, now now you can touch my safe place or what the fuck that is, and it's like, now oh no, oh and she's she's like, oh my god, you're letting me touch your chest now, he's the best, like amazing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? that's all it takes for you, like do you not remember everything else that's happened? And it's I'm like, trying to touch other things yeah, to get in that like, space, and then he's like a complete he's asshole, to and it's crop top. And then it's fucking awkward, and it's like, um, 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 here's a key. You can have a key to my house now. Yeah. And it's just like, you can he, sleep in my bed now. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, he just gives her, just gives her an inch, just enough for her. And it's just, I don't know. I feel like it talks more about her than him. I don't know. Welcome to modern dating. We she's crazy, though. Crying. I think she's also very, she's not okay. Carry on. <laughs> just really like a carrot on the stick, just enough, you know, to keep her, I don't know. It's just, I don't like that part either. Uh, the gift that Anna gives Christian somehow miraculously makes it through the crash of the helicopter. Oh. Like he ha- he walks through God knows what or does to get home. We don't really know through the movie. I didn't read the book, but it's like we assume he just like pops up at the apartment and he's all dirty and bloody and stuff. But somehow he still has the gift. But in he his also has his pocket. wallet. He also has his phone. Calm down. It wasn't like a catastrophic event. Like, like did know, have a, a soft landing? Did it have a hard landing? Kind of catastrophic. It was, it was all over the news. <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, he had his wallet, he has phone, he has shoes. It's not like... Yeah, but he didn't call. He didn't do anything to like, contact Did they show anyone. the damage to the helicopter? No. It felt really glossed over. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Um, last two I have, then I'll, I'll pass it to Muggs. Uh, lots of man Thank butt. Thank you. That's another. We sorry. love those man, man cakes. Booties. Lots of man butt. Vanilla cakes. And then one part that was kind of awkward, I don't know if it's trash or treasure, but um, when Anna tosses the drink in Elena's face. That was weird. Weird, but the weirder part was just like the mom comes up and just slaps Elena too, right yeah. in the face and says, get out of my house. Wow, this happens in a matter of like 20 seconds and it yeah. just feels yeah. very I think there's forced m- I think there's more to it in the book, right? Yeah, yes. so the book, it like the first time that they had an interaction is when she kind of threw a drink in her face and the second time they're having this conversation about how like Chris- Christian was like, you taught me how to, to fuck. fuck, you didn't teach me how to love and his mom overheard it. And in the book, like she like has it out, and like everyone is just like used to his mom being like this stoic, ladylike, like never cussing. But she's like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" But it it didn't all happen at once. It wasn't like this one thing. Like because in the book, Elena sent her texts. Elena sent her emails. Like mm. Elena tried to get in contact with her. Like Elena sent with her Anna. Yeah, okay. like she sent her like different. I think she sent her flowers at one point. Don't quote me on that. It's been a while since I read the second book. You read it yesterday. True. It's been a while. But 
she sent her like stuff. So there's like a leading up correspondence and Anna was just like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be in contact with so you. So she's like, being leave creepy me too. the fuck alone. Like you molested my boyfriend from the time that he was a teenager until the time that he was a certain age. Like you're trying to justify it. Like get the fuck away from me, which I think any of us in their right mind would be like, I don't want to talk to your child molester. I'm sorry. Like, this is the first sane thing Anna said. Right, and so in the movie, it doesn't do a good job of explaining that. It feels doesn't, real shoved in. It just feels very. Yeah. I feel feels real shoved in, feels if you will, like them eggs, <laughs> <laughs> them vagine balls, the vagine balls. All right, mugs. I you have everything that I have done. The chemistry, I didn't. They have it. Even the director swears. Um, the one thing I want to do. But I'm bring, sorry, you don't think they have it? No, they don't. I don't okay. think they do. The, how predictable this movie is. I know we touched about it a little bit, but like the art gallery photo part, didn't yeah. you guys, oh, Christian Gray's gonna show up, they're gonna have mm-hmm. an awkward conversation, he's gonna buy everything, mm-hmm. she's not, you could already tell it was going on. Um, what about when she leaves and goes up to her apartment, are you sure you don't want anyone to go up? You're like, you know the other girl's gonna be up there and there's gonna be, everything was so predictable and that's what yeah. I hated. Um, the helicopter scene I, I thought was bullshit afterwards when, all that. I didn't like how they made, because I really like her, Kim Basinger, just like awful. I, yeah. I, I didn't like that at all, you know? She's a child molester. Can I bring this up, and, and please don't lash out at me if I'm wrong. The burns on his chest, were they there the first movie? Yes. I don't remember, I don't remember them that. at all. Yes. Like, is it in the book? Yeah. I, yes. I don't, like it's like, a, it's noticed? very noticeable in this movie, so I'm like, where, where did those come from? It was noticeable from? in the first one too. Was it really? Question. In the first book... Wait, okay, Dwight. Question. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Question for Holly. Yes. In the first book, is there any sort of mention of these chest boundaries? Yes. There, oh, okay. there That's are. why he has submissives, so they don't touch him. But we didn't we didn't explore this at all in the first movie, though. We did. We did? We did. Yes. Oh, okay. Because the first time they had vanilla sex, she like went up to touch him, and he was like, no, 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 no. And like he like would re, like redirect her. So okay. that's why he wears that crop top. <laughs> That, I'm just asking. I mean, is that why? Like, it's Winnie the Pooh crop yeah. top. Um, no, so he he had the burns in the first movie, and he had the burns in this movie as well. I think. It's I don't just remember. I don't remember the first movie. I don't. Know, was it I think it was more. It was less explained, but it was more so like a no go territory because he was more of the dominant, and so he was like, "You don't touch me. I touch you. I say who. I say when. Name that movie. Right. Name that movie. I can't. I don't know. Fifty Shades of Grey. Damn it. No, it's Pretty Woman, you guys. Uh, same thing. Oh, yeah. oh, you're right. You're right. I, I, say I, who, I know now. I say when. I say, say who. who. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Holly, back me up on this. Okay. I read a review about this movie by someone else, and they pointed out that, like, the three main guys, her friend Jose, mm-hmm. Christian Gray, as well as her boss, all three are just fucking assholes, right? Yeah. Like, they just are complete dickheads, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's not one good guy in this movie, no. if you think about it, you there's know? I mean, there's no. extras, but we don't talk about it. But every main guy is just a piece of shit, dude. Every, like, they yeah. do things behind... I, I don't know. I don't I don't know I would, if I like that. I would say there's only one good guy, which would be his dad and her dad. Well, and Kerwin brought that up, that the family's normal of, yeah. of Christian Grey. Yeah. No, and it, but it's just like, even the brother is problematic, the one that's yeah. dating Kate, like he's yeah. problematic as well. I think most of the men in this movie, like, I don't know if it's just meant to be his juxtaposition because Anna's so naive and so innocent and so young, but most of the men in this movie Piece and in of the shit, book are dude. just shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, I don't like that. Um, uh, I still don't like the text pop-ups. 
Yeah. You guys, I, I know you guys you are like, well, like, it's 2020. You just don't like the green and, bubble. You and I hate the green bubble. How, how the hell is he a green bubble? Okay, I thought in the first movie it was okay, but I feel like in this movie, they do it one time, and then the rest of the movie, they show the phones. So are They you do gonna, show the phones yeah. in this so one. So I'm like, They what? did it twice. Pick a lane. They did, pick a lane. Twice. they did it twice. I kind of feel like, pick, like you're saying, pick a lane. Like in pick House of Cards, yeah. they never show the phones. They show it on the screen. Right. But in this movie, they do both. And I'm like, pick one. Yeah. Pick one no, because right. you guys are doing it well one way yeah. or the other. So, and then I can go into a bunch of other things, but I think we all touched on it. Um, let me get into my treasures. Um one thing I did like, it's more colorful, I think. And even though the movie is called Fifty Shades Darker, I thought it was kind of ironic, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not that dookie I orange. think his place looks... I don't <laughs> I don't know why the scenes they have, It's I think his place looks badass and the boat's pretty fucking cool. The yeah. boat's yeah. legit. And that's all I got for treasures. That's all I got. The boat's dude. cool and the, the boat is cool. cool. I mean, that's kind of all I got, dude. I don't, you know? I don't know if I said this, but I have one trash, What's one that? extra trash. Oh, God. He has a uh, Chronicles of Riddick poster in his bedroom. Does he really? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Does he really? Yeah, he has a UFC poster and a Chronicles of Riddick poster. Oh, in his, in his childhood in room. His childhood. I thought you meant like his adult room. I was like, he did is not. Is it Vin Diesel Chronicles of Riddick? It, yeah, it is. Oh, fuck. There's only one. Yeah, There's the no UFC, sequel? The UFC one, yeah. I think it's to play to like his aggressiveness. I think that's why they put those. Well, to make that's him more like, masculine. Yeah. yeah. They touched on how aggressive he was and how he went from four different schools for brawling. And I hate that word brawling. Yeah. Like, he got kicked out of four schools for fighting. But like for brawling, like it just, it was Sugar coats it? What do you think? No, I know. I just feel like you should say Sugar for fighting. Coats. Like he got kicked out of four schools for fighting. Like brawling is just like, it's something that you say like, oh, it was a brawl. Like it wasn't, I don't know. Like I, I just think fighting would have been better brawling just I don't know why it bugs me but it does he's brawling yeah you don't ever use like brawling you just say, you just say there it was, was a brawl there was a brawl yeah know? but you don't say like he got kicked out of four schools for, have, you're, you are in a, in academics Maga would you yes. ever say somebody got sus, somebody got expelled for brawling no you say people? fighting say exactly fighting. and I think it sounds tougher too yeah it sounds tougher yeah. fighting like fighting yeah. sounds tougher than brawling what are you in for? Brawling. <laughs> everybody, everybody took their bras yeah, off brawling. and started hitting each other. All right. Let's get into our ratings, though. All right. So, uh, Erica, uh, how much are you paying to watch this movie? Zero dollars. I'm pissed that I paid $3.99. I'm so pissed that I made my boyfriend pay for it. <laughs> Wait, you're pissed that you made your boyfriend pay for it? Well, yeah, no, I was pissed about spending the money, elsewhere. so I made him pay for it. There's this thing called Venmo. You could just Venmo in the $4. I'm not going to. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's actually mad that he bought this movie. Can't imagine why. Can we all send him a dollar? <laughs> so we can all Venmo. Please all Venmo my boyfriend a dollar. One dollar. <laughs> Holly, how much would you pay to watch Fifty Shades Darker? So I know last time I carried the team and I gave it a $5 rating, which equated us all out to giving it a dollar. But you guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to save the $5 rating for Jason. I have to give it zero. Yay. Wait, you give the first one five. Yeah, no, just but for But this like, one's zero? I think it would be... You thought it would be the opposite? Yeah, th this one's better. I don't know how to explain it, but like the first one was more so like nostalgia and like it, going and to the theater. And you said it does it go feeling. along with the book. Yes. This and one so, does not, right? Yes. Okay. So this just shows you point blank that the books are shit. Like the books are crap. I'm not going to foot around that. I'm not going to say the people. Like I'm not going to like 
pussyfoot around that? Yeah, exactly. Pussyfoot. Thank you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like tiptoe around that. Like the books are shit, and the first one followed the book directly, which is like direct correlation yeah. that the books are shit, the movie shit. It's fine. This one strays a little bit, but I feel like if you're gonna take those artistic liberties, like at least take them and like develop the characters. At least give you guys some background as to why they're doing what they're doing. But in this movie, they don't do that. Like they just take bits and parts from the book that don't make sense. They try to smash it together and you guys are just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did they get from the helicopter? How did they do this? Like, how did this happen? What about the art gallery? What about this? Yeah. Like, and it's, it. they took liberties, but it just didn't make sense. And so it's just like, you strayed from the book and the movie's still shit, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Corinne, is this your version of the pandering where they just give to the audience what they want to see and. Nah, I think, no? I think with the whole behind the scenes bit, I think you gotta consider the director's relationship with E.L. James. Uh, We know last movie, Sam Taylor Johnson and E.L. James butted heads a lot. And I don't know what the dynamic was as far as the amount of control uh, that the studio was willing to give E.L. James. Sure, she was there all the time, but did they cater to her demands more and maybe less this time? Did they contractually obligate E.L. James to pull it back a little bit? Or did they contractually obligate James Foley to deal with her a lot more? I, I don't know what it is, but this movie definitely feels different. Yeah. It definitely feels... Di- it's the same level of crap, but... <laughs> but, but And I know, Holly, I know, Holly, you're still talking my bad, but to your point, Mugga, I do think this movie's better. They're they bo- do, yeah. They're both, they're both shitty, but I... Still a this, zero, though. This There's one, levels of shit. <laughs> yeah. This movie was easier to get 50 levels of shit. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I was done with my rating anyway, but I, I this one I have to give it zero because it strayed from the books and it strayed from all reality, so... I'm sorry. I can't carry this even this time, you guys. Okay. Jason will for us. Yeah, I mean... Jason's giving it 25, so $5 each. He's watched it six times. What was the quote that he said that in you know the of. text? I know. <laughs> Wait, Holly, you, you have a text from Jason, right? I do. I literally do. He said, if only I could, $25 easy. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. The first time around, I was critical of it. But after the fifth and sixth time, I grew to like it. I might even go as so far to say, I love it. Loving it like McDonald's. Exclamation point. He's blushing because he knows he's right. Mm, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as my rating goes, look, I'm not gonna say I enjoyed this movie more, but I found that this movie's heading in a direction that ten sequels later could lead to a passable movie. You know, Jesus, if they, ten if they, sequels? Yeah, if they if they gave it ten tries, they might get it right. Uh, this movie's much easier to get to. I don't know if I can attribute that to it feeling a little better, or if it's just I'm used to the pain already and I don't really <laughs> care. But um, you know, after after thinking about it, you know, I'm willing to give this movie five. What? Yes! I don't mean to yell. I'm sorry. I'm excited. Five zeros. Oh. Wait, you give it five zeros? Okay. So zero times five is zero. Damn it. I was so excited. (laughs) This movie gets fucking zero dollars. It's it's trash. We screamed, you ass. We were so excited. I screamed in a shock out of shock, not out of joy. All right, Jason, uh, how about you? What uh, what are you giving this movie? Twenty five. I mean it's pretty easy to say I'm gonna give it a zero. I mean, the title of my notes was Fifty Shades of Shit. So um you know, I watched this. I watched this with Elizabeth too. I was like, okay, I know I'm going to be super hypercritical of this movie because I know it's going to be awful. So sexy. And I was like, all right, you're going to sit here and watch this with me. I asked her politely, I was like, would you like to watch this with me? And she said, reluctantly, okay. And we sat there and watched it. 
And I think she actually hates it more than I do. And I was like, okay, just making sure. I'm not the only person who doesn't like this movie. But uh, yeah, I think it's a solid zero for me. Mug yeah, well, is a 25 person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a zero, but a zero to where I'm intrigued to find out what happens for Fifty Shades Freed. And I can compare this to, you know when someone passes gas, it's like it's awful, but you want to know who did it, right? So I want to see what happens in the next movie. So I'm going to give it a zero, but Quite I am intrigued. Okay. the worst analogy ever. It's not. You want to know who dealt it, right? You know? So I want to no, see. You I want to hear what happens in the next movie, so I'm excited. It is better than the first one, but I'm going to give it a zero. Yeah. Uh, so mugs, how much are we paying to watch? We this gave movie? this five zeros, five zeros. Okay. So yeah. zero dollars. We ain't paying a damn thing to watch this movie. I mean, we did, but we won't. Yeah, we it all again. paid more than we. We all paid like it. four bucks. When yeah. We paid twenty bucks. We could total. just borrow this money. This money. This movie from Bling. Oh, he has he, it. No, he doesn't. I'm spreading that rumor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I borrowed my Blu-ray copy from I Jason, don't start rumors, so. I just spread them. Okay, yo, yo look. It's pretty worn out, though. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are paying to watch this movie, but you know what? I would pay to see it if Tom Cruise was Yes! Oh, I know who mine is. We, we're gonna, really going to go down the line. Yeah, we really all quick. agree, it's, it's got to be the same person, right? Who do you got? Jack got, Hyde? The, yeah, the boss. Yeah, the Jack. boss. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be Jack, it has to be Jack, Jack There's Hyde. no other person. Jack Reacher. Because he's reaching for that pussy. <laughs> oh my God. That was really aggressive. This is $20 ticket signing off. No, no. I think he's um, Jack Hyde. He could be Jack Hyde. That would be good. Because he's hiding those balls in her <laughs> vagina. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> no, I was gonna say either that or he could be the dad, but no, I mean, no it's short because she calls him daddy in bed. Hey. Later's baby. Okay, so, <laughs> wait, so you said I'm doing Jack. Jack, Jack Hyde. Jack. I said he could be the dad or Jack. Jack. I'm gonna say he could be the bodyguard. <gasps> but Ooh, he could be. T- but he's. But in my rewrite of this movie, give give this man something to do. All he does is say, "Okay, Anna. Okay, Miss Steele." Okay, Anna. Like, this dude's like fucking huge. Anna, you're not allowed to leave. Yeah, give him something to do. So I would put Tom Cruise in that role. Fill and, more lines. And he would have gone into like a fight scene with this Jack Hyde dude, all this other shit. He would have ran on top of buildings, all yeah. this shit. I would say Taylor is like one of like the really strong characters in the books. Like, he's somebody that. Is that would, his name? Taylor? Taylor. Taylor. I thought you were about Taylor know. Swift in the. No, I'm, no I'm saying Taylor, like the bodyguard in these movies. Like, he's Christian's like number one bodyguard, but they elaborate a lot more. He He's like a daughter. He's like a whole family. So like they get into it, but like Anna is like they're like almost friends. So Tom Cruise as Taylor in the books would have been good. Yeah, if that's, they could that's portray what I would, that on I would screen. Say that. Yeah, just give him some action scenes. Yeah. What's the point of all this security and bodyguards oh, if they don't do shit? Just yeah. you wait till the third one. Damn. Damn. We, I can wait. We really <laughs> need Tom Cruise then. All right. So we all good. We're all good. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all, from the twenty dollar ticket crew. And uh, in the words of Tom Cruise. Laters, baby. Thanks for listening to this episode of $20 Ticket. Follow us on Instagram at $20 Ticket and leave your ticket price about the movies we've reviewed. If you have any comments or suggestions, send them to $20Ticket at gmail.com. That's 2-0, the numbers, $20Ticket at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and thank you for listening.
Um, when I try to find Fifty Shades Darker on Amazon, there is a movie called Good Dick <laughs> that is included with my Prime membership. So I don't want to live forever. That I woke up singing that today. I was just like fucking pumped. You fucking <laughs> I think Jason needs to buy this on iTunes. Dollar twenty nine. Buy the song. So like she was in Portland at his art at art show at his art Ort. show at his art show. Wait, Erica, Fifty Shades of Stark because winter is coming. Coming. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. yeah. This is Fifty Shades of fucked up, you guys. Come on. Fifty Shades That's of fucked up. Like this is Fifty Shades of fucked up. <laughs> Fifty Shades of fucked up. I'm gonna fuck suck you. Tits. Show me your tits. That, Take off bitch. your panties. Take off your panties. <laughs> But Batman, I don't want to. Shut up, Robin. <laughs> what just happened? Rachel. Pass down the fire. Rachel. Yes. Fifty Shades of the Dark Knight right now. Hey! Yes. <laughs> but Batman. Okay. Take off your panties. Yes, Robin. Take your panties off. <laughs> That'd be a great intro. The fire rises, and so does my penis. <laughs> I was just gonna make a joke about like vagina and then I was like, I was born into it. And then I was like, that's actually like <laughs> out of it. <laughs>